Welcome to Casual Quest Masters, a casual master quest podcast. In this podcast, we'll follow the adventures of a group of characters who simply want to find their way in this world, but a more sinister plot is evolving around them. How will they fare? Let's find out today on Casual Master Quest. Get your dice ready, because we're back to another session of Casual Quest Masters. Welcome to our own favorite everybody. Representing Neverwinter, as per the usual, is Nikhil Chodimala. Chodimala. Help me! <laughs> Nick, where are you? I heard you. I, I thought I heard you this time. Nope. Shit, he's still gone. Nothing. Nothing. Brandon Thresher. Uh, I'm Mark Dobandon, and like they used to tell us in the churches, they are daily beard. Oh my god. <laughs> so, that is amazing. So for the audio listeners at home, uh, Brandon and I made a deal that if I bought him a crocheted woven beard and helmet combo, he would wear it to the podcast. Not only that, he would actually lower the camera so we can actually, well, technically his face is still equally covered, I'd like to think, but thanks to this beautiful beard. Little lips. But it looks luxurious, and it's fucking amazing beautiful uh and yours truly tyler vitato is knox the changeling who's afraid their goliath friend is hurt but got hit by the nasty sausage squirts and last but certainly not least is our all-powerful dungeon master glenn houston how you doing glenn (laughs) i love seeing how upsetting squirts I didn't think you were actually going to say it. I was like, man, was, how far can I upset Glenn before he says, no, Tyler, do it over. <laughs> I'm unbelievably impressed by your ability. to. I was like, there's no way he's going to make this rhyme. No way. There's too much. The cadence is too complicated. And you just pulled it out in the best way possible. That was amazing. Magnor's beards is sleek and wavy, but I got hit by the sausage gravy. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a roses is red of <laughs> Magdor's beard is wavy. Oh shit. Oh shit. Where's the chamber pot? I got hit by the gravy. Uh, see you guys on Valentine's day. Oh, oh man. My God. I bet your wife is so happy on Valentine's day with those rhymes. Oh. <laughs> oh man. I'm spitting fire over here. Might as well be a dragonborn. So let's roll. See uh, who gets to recap the last episode. Wait, we didn't of- even introduce Glenn. Who the fuck is that? Oh. That oh, I tried my intro. Yeah, I was laughing. That was my yeah. Intro. I gotta say, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, Glenn, he's a guy. He's great. Do you have to? Are you having to do a duck face a little bit just to make sure your lips stay? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta purse them just just enough because then if I don't, then it kind of falls over my mouth and it muffles my audio. You need like the Velcro in it. Do what I did I for tried. Halloween and just uh, grill glue it to your upper lip. That should fix oh, everything. That's a great idea. I tried uh, double-sided tape, but it just wasn't working for me. Ah. So I Did rolled an 18. I think it's called spirit gum is they use it in theater to yeah. You might be able to pull that off because I know that it's a little bit of a pain. Have you ever peeled that off, by. though? You might yeah, as well use super glue. <laughs> then you could also get mic tape, like the stuff that they yeah. used to tape. Like I have some uh, gaffer's tape somewhere, mics. but I don't know where it's at. <laughs> gaffer's tape on your face. Woo! Yeah. Great. Um, I rolled I was, an 11. 
I was about oh. to shout Brandon to grow a beard, but genetics have screwed you over royally in that kind of front. So I respect that. I my, my poor baby boy with his my, his monk baloney patch on his chin. I have an anti soul patch. <laughs> You're like a death anyway. eater. Or it's not Death Eater. He rolled an 11. I rolled an 18. I know what happens. I get to do the recap. After getting two 20s in a row, I've lost my ultimate power. And now I got to do the previously uncasual quest masters with. uh, It was supposed to be Brandon's turn, but I guess Magdor did it instead. So get ready for this, Glenn. (laughs) Oh. Yes. Previously uncasual quest masters. Magdor doesn't want to give up scroll. Team passes on chasing their target, Simpson, to find Vol. Team goes back to hotel. Wow, there's a lot of missing punctuation and other parts of grammar. Knox is now Magdor. Or is Magdor Knox? Who knows? Knox tries to open Magdor's package. To only minor success. Knox tries to open Raven Queen's package. To much success. Oh shit, where is my body? Dot JPG? JPG? What the? Magdor wakes up. Knox lights shit up and makes Magdor panic. Uh, don't let the light out. Dot JPG. G. I can't, I can't. Can you just do JPEG? Come on. What is this, the JPEG. 90s? Oh, whatever. TNG, come on. Magdor finds out that this weird guy Albus or something can open his scroll. Team finds Albus Dumbledore himself and he helps him get the first word of the scroll. Now he needs to do tasks to unlock the rest. Party decides to go save Vol now, I think. Great S plus uh, script. I like it. <laughs> Stylin. Man, you I had to get style- a character a little early. There's a Magdor recap, like a super, super, super simple outline. <laughs> oh, wouldn't it have been so nice if uh, Magdor did that instead? You know, it's okay. Way it's fine. It, it, it's okay. I feel like you did a good job. Thank you. Does that mean I get the inspiration? Yeah. Now, I'll drink to that, recap, buddy. You get the inspiration point. So I technically should have given myself. Yep. Inspiration. In <sighs> a long rest, so I lost it. Inspiration comes can, with, the, yeah. You said you can give inspiration points away, right? Yeah. <laughs> As Brandis strokes his woven beard on camera for trying to no, be inspiring on his character, Glenn's like, eh. it's become habit. I couldn't have a beard like this. I'd be playing with it all the time. I was about to say, uh, spending money does not get you inspiration even though that's exactly how we got inspiration last time well the reason why i asked is i have an inspiration point from earlier okay Do you? okay sessions ago because we have oh, yeah, had they, a long rest they re- yeah they only reset on long rests not between so sessions. i'm gonna give my inspiration point to tyler which i believe puts him at three that's true because I gave the gold coin which gave me a first inspiration I got one for the recap and that puts me at three cool uh, Brandon, you understand I'm a spellcaster, right? You know how detrimental this is? But Unless, I uh, know you said when you get an inspiration point, you're going to... Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> Don't forget. Yeah. When you have three inspiration points, you can turn them in in combat for an extra action. Yeah, that that's what I was talking about being a spellcaster, because... Uh, 
since I can't really uh, cast two level spells in one turn unless you're gonna you'll say that negates that rule. Oh, well, you could just cast two cantrips. Yeah, yeah. Or you could do a leveled spell and a cantrip. I just feel like uh, I'd rather have Magdor have it at this point because I think he could use it a lot more efficiently. Because me and shooting spells, either I do, <laughs> you know, obliterate them from the planet themselves, Vegeta, or <laughs> it just you know, goes by and it's like, oh, yeah, I, that, that was a two. So anyways, it's up to you. Also, just a forewarning to anybody that's listening to the podcast or, you know, live right now. Uh, this is the first time where I actually don't have to go to work right afterwards. So this is going to be the one time episode where I'm allowed to drink during the show. So uh, Knox, uh, that little ale he drank earlier last episode starting to hit him a little bit. That's weird. I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, well, let's try not to think about it. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So are you giving me the inspiration or not? I was going to say no. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and you can have the inspiration for that majestic that beard. I'm going to give <laughs> Does Magdor on a, a usual just constantly stroke his beard like, man, this is really magnificent. Uh, wow, that thing hangs low. It looks like a mop that they just attached to a woven helmet. There we go. We'll have it right here the whole time. Oh, my gosh. So just your mouth and beard. <laughs> This is Santa in his heyday. It's the opposite uh, now. Oh, jeez. Okay, Glenn, set the scene. Your, you guys are doing your. Who are you? Who, 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 I really want to know. Because you, if 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 we reckon, recall from last time, you found out from the woman at the fighting pits that the uh, uh, actually it's called the Prisoner's Carnival, I believe, um, that there was. Uh, that Clearlight is known as Clearlight because it's one of the few places with a window that actually is there. Um, right. It's a stained glass window that is in an old church, uh, former church of Timora, uh, that is now Wait, former? as... Yeah, they don't actually like hold services or like have an, an active shrine. They just uh, have a group of people there who claim Timora as their deity and it's like closed off now. Uh, but they use it as a base of operations to like community outreach and like make soup kitchens and but it's a bit of a fortress in that they don't let people in unless they're part of the group that runs from that area that's if i was a paladin my smite senses would start tingling at that like yeah we're good (laughs) it's a fortress i mean it's a bit of a fortress in that it is like a really solid building and they're pretty they don't allow non-members in, basically. Eh, we don't know that. We'll be fine. We'll just walk in, talk to the receptionist, get, you know, go up the elevator straight to the boss. It'll be fine. Are we, There's a soup uh, kitchen. Walking there now? Yeah, you guys are doing your little dope hero walk, going to save Bowl headed there. Um, it's on the it's on the northern shore of the South Bank. Um so you're headed there. It'd probably be about two or three minutes of walking. Not very long. So you guys can do anything else you want to, unless there's any other diversions you want to take. Magdor, this is probably going to be the last chance we get to do anything we want to before we storm the gates. I mean, we, we, we haven't exhausted all our options yet. We could try some weird stuff. What do you mean by weird? 
Well, first off, it's kind of weird that you've been standing outside in this cold without your cloak. This is ridiculous. You are freezing. <laughs> and I like snap an icicle off. <laughs> snap an icicle off his nose. It's like, got a cloak from Algira. Oh, Algira's cloak. That's right. Let me, let me see if I got it here. And I'm just going to pull it out of a pocket. A whole cloak. You pull the whole cloak out of your pocket. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know what they say about dwarves? Big pockets. Big uh, sockets? So I'm going to put on this cloak. Big dockets. What, what, what did you, you have say did again? I don't remember. I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> you gotta say the magic word and I'll turn it into whatever you want it to look like. And I'll whisper the word uh, Alohomora. And see if it works for him. Alohomora. Nothing happened. Is a cloak. Well, you're fucked. Okay. Anyways, um, for me to for me to figure out what my word is, <laughs> what would I need to do? I mean, do you like just like look in the cloak? What are you doing to try and figure that out? Yeah, like I pull um, back the stitching and it shows like a little la- lapel on the side or something like that that has like a dummy's guy to activating cloak. Yeah, I like lift it up and kind of look into it be like, hmm. Yeah, there's a little mm-hmm. patch with an embroidered word on it. Right, I'm going to pull it up and kind of look at it. It just says uh, rutabaga in common. Uh, What's this word say? Uh, Eggplant. No, 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 no. Sorry, I got my Elvis wrong. It's in common. Rutabaga. Is that some kind of horse cart brand? I don't... The fuck? What the fuck is a Rutabaga? I don't know what the fuck... And then, I guess upon you... saying that, it's just going to turn into... Uh, well, as, as soon as you say that wearing it, like, you immediately understand that you could choose what it looks like oh, in your okay. own mind. Um, so, what the hell is a Rutabaga? And then... And oh. it won't change until you have a, a specific idea that you send it, basically. All right. I'm going to look at... Uh, so this can go into... You said that our, our cloaks were our armor class, right? Yes. Yep. But I can make it look like any armor class? You can make it look like anything that is not larger. So it can look like... I mean, if it's like leather armor, you can make it look like plus three studded leather armor. You know, Make like, it into a nice looking like, t-shirt if you wanted to. Yeah. And, and yeah. then when they clang against it, it's like, bam, chain meal. All right, so I'm going to get this vision in my head. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to go, Rutabaga. And I'm going to look exactly in the same outfit as Knox. be like... Now, now who's Knox now? I look at Magdor, partially offended, partially impressed that he was able to mentally send the design properly to his armor to fit it almost pristinely. It's like, look, Magdor, this is kind of like the Power Rangers thing where you got to pick a different color. I mean, purple's my thing. It doesn't look that good. I mean, it's it's meant for royalty. Aren't you more like a like a shit brown or something? What? What? Pick a different color. I got purple covered. You, you want me to be? I'm not going to be brown. Um. So I'm going to go rutabaga, and it's going to be just the shining golden armor. Okay. Show you shit brown. 
scale. Yeah, the one thing that I will say is that it does basically give advantage on deception checks, but if somebody touches it, they will know that it's not skit, that it's not metal. Those gold scale mail. So it looks like gold scale mail, but if anybody touches it, or if they try to make a check, you'll have advantage on the deception check because of the armor. But if they touch it, it's just like any other illusion. It is immediately known as not what it is. So... I get on where I didn't want to make sure that there's nothing in the future that that causes problems with. <laughs> I get yeah, on a single, like you imagine, a single knee, arms and shoulder, and it's like, Magdor, we're about to embark on potentially what could be considered a stealth mission, and you look like Gilgamesh from Fate Stay Nights, nice, and every person here that's starved for money is going to see you in Colton armor. What are you oh, doing? Yeah, you guys are walking down the street, so like, as you turn to him and say this, like, you've changed your armor openly, visibly in the middle of the streets twice now, um, and people are starting to like murmur and like walk further away from you, and so like, you, you can imagine probably fifteen to twenty people have seen you do this at this point with your armor or with your cloak. Magdor, just do what they do on RuneScape and just be a level one twenty six with bronze armor on or something. I. I've got an idea. I don't care any of those. Yeah, no, what, what don't about, hurt yourself. What about this? And I'm going to rutabaga. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> just that one fucking word. It just triggers me, man. And so uh, my armor is now going to look like the guard's armor who handed me the coin. Yeah, and several of the guards now have seen you do this multiple <laughs> times and they start to oh, shit. you. They're going to be there in like 15, 20 seconds. They're walking down the street towards you from the direction that you were going. Magdor, feed me. Oh, crap. I don't have any sausage. I don't look pregnant. Shit. This is going to work a second time. Oi, brothers. I'm going to call out. I'm going to walk at least 20 feet away uh, in a hurried shuffle because I don't want any of that shit in my fan. Yeah, they're they're not. They kind of look at you. See, like you see them cursorily watch you walk away but they're not focused on you at all so you're definitely not in their frame of reference when they get close and they come up and they both they're both like humans <clears throat> one of them's older one of them's probably in his early 20s late teens and the older one says what's all this thing uh, I was I guess recruited uh, to your cause and he like said like with his offhand that's not holding his his spear he knocks on your shoulder and it doesn't sound like metal he says that's not city guard armor what are you playing at do you remember me of course not there's Uh, like um, 50 of us i know every single guard in the city i've been in the watch for 20 years i'm the victor of the prisoner's carnival okay and that gives you the right to wear armor for what? For this right, and I'm gonna pull out the uh, coin of um, Tymora. Tymora, thank you. I'm gonna pull it out and I'm gonna shake his hand with the coin, or grab his hand and shake it with the coin and leave it. And he like shakes your hand questioningly, and then like as you pull your hand away, he pulls his away and looks down, and then he looks back at you a few times, and then he goes. Uh, I'm going to be studying this person's face. And just goes, I'm not sure if you understand. 
You think because the coin spinners have your back that we'd be afraid of you? No, I just thought it'd help me out. With with me, how? With the city guard, how? Is, is the city guard not loyal to her? No. Oh. Uh, well, in that case, can I ask for some help? Oh, yeah, I'm going to start moonwalking back towards this guard uh, hearing this conversation. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm moonwalking back into the place. I'm going to be right next to the guard. It's like, <laughs> let's see how well you moonwalk. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Knox is going to give the performance check of his or their life, and we are going to get a nine. So it's more like a space. It's a sufficient moonwalk. Like it, it looks Round impressive at first sight, but you know, uh, Jackson Five wouldn't be impressed. But you know, it's, yeah. it's it's average, a little below average. The average, the average man on the street is like, wow, that guy can moonwalk. Yeah, small like, children are like, eh, you know, the, the way he's lifting the heel just seems kind of iffy, you know. But you know, <laughs> I get in. I kind of lean on the maybe not lean on the guard because I know the guards uh, probably are a little tense right now and goes. Look, my friend is trying something a little bit silly right now, and we are trying to get some help to deal with the person that handed us that coin. And he blessed my little dwarf friend here. Thinks that everybody that wears this uniform is a part of that group, and it's... Are you saying you got this coin from one of ours? Yes. And he like whispers over quietly with his hand up to the other guard and he uh, the younger guard leaves and he says so I'd like you to tell me about who gave you this coin. He, he had armor like this. And he pulls you off to the side of the street and uh, they he, like he actually like steps into a side alley a little bit so you're out of earshot of like everyone in the streets. Um, and he stands with his back. Uh, if you guys will allow it, he puts you in and with his back facing out so that he kind of like blocks people off and he kind of like, sh- you know, tells them to move on and stuff. Um, un- unless you would be uncomfortable with that. No, I mean, I would uh, I'd be going along with Magdor because I don't want him to get arrested again. Funny as it is. And, you're good. and he says, so you were the dwarf that killed that big old Duraga, yeah? Uh, that, that was a bloody hell good fight, wasn't it? Heard you exploded his balls. <laughs> That's not the only thing that exploded. I'm going to hold up my arm and show the battle axe just chilling out ah. there. Your arm turned into an axe. Uh, well, no, no, my my arm exploded and I shoved an axe in there. That's ah. an axe now? That's metal. Oh, wait. No, this is an axe. Yeah. Uh, this is a warhammer. He makes it That's very metal. blunt suddenly and it's now a warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> so you got arrested strike one yeah. you killed the Duraga good job go yeah. let go the next thing you're doing is trying to impersonate a guard and telling me that one of my men gave you a coin of the coin spinners well he doesn't Why say he was the that? not the brightest dwarf He's what's a coin spinner Coin spinners are a group of people in the t- in the town that make base inside of Clearlight. They help that's, people, but that's, they're not always 
Good. That's where we're going. Why? Where we hope we'd be going, considering that one of our team members got kidnapped for something that they think is worth money. Of all you're things. not from town, then. You're from outside. Yes. How long you been here? A majestic two days. Mm-hmm. We are learning very quickly about Luskin if your friend has already been taken. So yes, uh, we got the uh, VIP. You presume that it was the coin spinners and you mean to confront them? Yeah, uh, when, I, when I won the contest, a guard came up to me and said, good job, and shook my hand. And then when he let go, it was the coin, like what I did with you. He said to meet him at clear light, specifically. Do these coins... Hmm. What's that? Do these coin spinners have a lot of people that are adept with magic? Uh, Just as much as any organized group. They do tend to employ street urchins and things like that more than magic users, but I'm sure they have some. They are one of those odd groups where the guard can't really say, you know, get out, because they do help the poor, but there's rumors of them, you know, running it as a front for racketeering and protection. So, they may be up to more nefarious things, but it's difficult to tell, as we don't have anybody on the inside, but apparently they have someone on our inside. So... (gasps) Oh, Magdor's gonna audibly gasp. Uh, yeah. We can <laughs> that bitch for you. <laughs> I, I kick Magdor. And at that point, when you kick him, like the kid comes back running and he says, Sir, they're waiting for you. And he says, Come with me if you would. Where are we going? Ah, uh, somewhere safe. Don't get to keep my hand. Of course. All right, let's the go. The one you have left. Yes, I can't get the other one back, can I? My character would feel odd about this. Would you be okay if I rolled an insight on the statement? Yeah, you're trying to figure out, what are you attempting, just for me as the DM, what are you attempting to determine with this insight check? Uh, He says he's going to be taking us somewhere safe, and uh, so far everything he said has rung to be what feels like it's true. Uh, But when he says that, it just feels like a sudden change in conversation that would pique my... Paranoia. Okay, absolutely. Go for it. Uh, well, I rolled a seven. So you tell me how, you know, evil scoundrel he is. Uh, based on what he said and the way he said it, you could probably assume the reason why the change in tone came is because the kid came back. And so he was, you know, notified of something different. So you don't think that it has anything to do with anything bad that wouldn't make you safe. Uh, so your safety doesn't seem to be at risk, but you're not sure how honest his overall intentions are because you are paranoid. So that's absolutely up to you to continue to like delve into. But he doesn't seem to be taking you someplace where you're going to be in danger. Uh, bad, Brandon. Wait, wait, wait. Can I ask one more question? Of course. D- am I going to have to fight a Durgar again? Nah, the only one here is dead. <laughs> that was that was me. Yes, that was him. Uh, all right. So off we go. Uh, 
All right. And so then uh, from that point on, you step out of this kind of like little niche alleyway that is mostly a dead end. It doesn't go through. It was just kind of a place for him to step off to the side with you and talk outside of the public ear. But he begins to lead you back the direction you came towards the gate to the south where you had previously entered the city two days ago. Um, You go past the prisoner's carnival or whatever it is. I think that's the name. Um, And then... Eventually, you get back to the gatehouse, and to the side, it looks like they have uh, like uh, a larger size kind of barrack slash guard shack there attached to the gate on the inside of the wall. And you, uh, at some point during this kind of walk, too, they've stood, you know, one uh, the the veteran effectively behind you and the the younger guy in front, um, and they seem to be kind of looking out, um, keeping their eyes open. And eventually, you're joined by about eight other guards who continue to escort you to this point. Um, at that point, there is somebody at the door and they open it up and he says, please. Uh, Nox, Bagdor, you did put us in this predicament, so take a little responsibility for your actions and listen to them. All right, I'm gonna walk in first. Right, like I'm, I'm, I, I'm eyes rolling. Like I'm, I'm looking for like best way to get the hell out of here if things go south. But I'm like I'm being obedient. Uh, sure. I think Knox has like that situation, kind of like me, since uh, it's my character where I am very obedient with the cops, <laughs> and so yep, the, the very compliant until something is uh, you know evidently fishy. Yeah, at that point, then it's like. Yeah, uh, I gotta go, you know, get the milk with uh, the father of my child. So you follow in, though? Yep. Okay. And uh, if you don't mind, I'm gonna send, uh, or tell Krosov telepathically to uh, perch on top of the guard shack. And to let me know if... And he sits on top. He says, is that you, bud? I I assume it was like on your shoulder initially, right? Mm -hmm, mm Okay. And he says, yeah. And you say, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could be sarcastic, but I don't want him to shoot it. So, yes. And he says, good, good. Messenger crows are very useful. Very, very useful purchase. And he, uh, you know, follows you in. (laughs) And Um, I look over at Nox and you bought that? Can I buy one? Sure. How much do you have? Uh, how much do you have? I'm pretty sure I heard that you bet on me. I think some of that's my fair share too, huh? And I cast message, shut the fuck up, MacDorth, these are the popo. I whispered it, it's Vaughn. We'll talk about it later. Uh, you get to do interrogation with a up to 24 hours hold. So, good luck. Yeah, and so uh, there is like a front entrance room, basically. It's not a giant building built onto the side, but it does have like probably a 10 by 15 area that's out front, kind of the equivalent of like a waiting room, effectively. There is somebody there that looks like they're kind of a registrar, somebody that takes the books, you know, you know, keeps track of messages, effectively a medieval secretary. Um, and there's some seats out front, and then, uh, the, the veteran, the older uh, guard says... Uh, if you would wait here, please, we're going to have a, a little chat with your dwarven friend. I, uh, asked this as a player to DM. Is there a holding cell? Um, 
you don't see any. It's all wood here. There's several windows that lead out into, so you can see into where people are kind of coming into the city and then back out into the streets. Um, but there's no visible holding cell in this space. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess I will uh, take a seat and uh, kick back for a second while I uh, plot my escape as well as other nefarious plans. I look at Magdorn say... Other <laughs> Things I will not detail as a player until they are activated. <laughs> right, yeah. Do you, uh, do you just kind of follow the guards in, Magdor, or do you... Yeah. Do you like... Yeah. Okay, cool. There's another door off to the side that goes back behind that space where they have to, like, fill out information and keep books and ledgers and all that jazz. And um, you get brought into what looks like a jail. There is probably five different, uh, like like cells but mo- only one of them has anybody in it and it looks like a, a drunk noble is just inside and mostly and like probably passed out um there's a desk and it looks like a jailer it's just a really really big guy um he's a, it looks probably like he's a half orc but he's just been sitting behind a desk for a long time um and then there's another door that he leads you back to when he goes through here and uh this room does not have windows and there's a single table very very like it's in an interview room and he goes in and sits down um and somebody shuts the door and you hear it lock behind it um and he asks he says can you please sit down i i'm gonna waddle over and climb into the seat asking for a friend is magdor still in the uh uh, soldier guards outfit right now Mm mm-hmm um, okay. I changed it. He picks up a pitcher that was sitting there and pours a flag in a veil and pushes it to you and says, first, I would appreciate if you stopped wearing my uniform. Uh, what would you like me to wear? Anything else? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, can you turn around while I change? I've seen you change three times. Oh, Two times. right. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to imagine just a normal fur cloak. Okay. And then I'm going to be like, oh, what's that? Rutabaga. And he looks back and he's like, <laughs> that's a fancy trick. Fancy, fancy. You didn't even um, know what I was doing. <laughs> next time I see you wearing a guard's uniform, you'll spend more than one night in jail, though. You understand? Uh, I don't even know, but yeah. Impersonating a guard in any city when you're not is absolutely uncouth. You understand this? Come on. I do. I didn't know you were guards. I thought you were all part of that. Uh, oh, you thought that the coins uh, ran the town. I mean, have you not heard of corrupt towns before? I have. How, how do I know that this one's not corrupt? Oh, this town's definitely corrupt, but the guards are one of the few places where we keep things clean. I mean, you guys arrested me for trying to force feed a pregnant woman ale. What's wrong with that? I, I, I wasn't the one that administered that arrest, but I would have if I saw you do that. Yeah, that's probably right. But no, um, I don't, I don't. Huh? You earned your way out, so. I did. I, I I learned a few new tricks, too. That Duragar's been running around the streets way too much. The the system doesn't always work, but more often than not, the ones who get in trouble aren't the ones who can defend themselves in the ring. So, good money to be made as well. If he would have killed me, you would have released him as well. Or instead, 
And then he just commits more crimes to go back in? And, uh, yeah, there's certain crimes where you just don't get second chances, but he's smart enough not to do that. Huh. He, like, kicks the mailboxes. Public urination. Oh, the ah, most hideous of American crimes. He says you saw the guy out there in the, the um in the jail cell, yeah? Uh, he looked yeah, he wanted too many to drink. Noble who has one too many to drink every day and constantly finds himself pissing out front of my building. So he's constantly living in the jail cell. At least till he sleeps off the you know, the alcohol and becomes sober. Point is though, let's get straight here. Um you were handed this coin and he pulls that coin out of his pocket and he puts it on the table and just pushes it towards the middle and he says by one of my guards I need to know who it was uh he didn't leave me a name but I might be able to recognize their helmets how how much does it cover for their helmets um it's kind of like that kind of classic sort of you know England one where it does it comes over the side and then the edges go up in uh, small horns on the side, just like small horns that go back and then roll up like mountain, like a mountain ram. Um, and then uh, there's a middle piece that comes down that looks, it's like styled in the metal to look like a, like a little icicle that goes okay. down over their nose. So like you can still see their eyes and most of the features of their face. You just can't see anything outside of like that. Okay. Which is just their mm-hmm. eyes, most of their nose, and their mouth. So most of their facial features are absolutely available. So basically what Brandon is wearing right now, plus maybe a little extra accent on the nose. Yeah, a little accent in the, in the ears and nose. Yeah, for sure. Ex- I mean, it's Brandon is lovely. super fitting right now. <laughs> inspiration. I, I might be able to pick Oh, yeah, you out. get inspiration for wearing that beard hat. So anyway, what? I might be able to pick him out if you gave me the option. Well... Uh, just for the sake of the, uh, force, we actually, for problems like this, because it's not like we wear identification for you to just, you know, you have to be like the guy that's kind of old with a beard that's about this long with eyes that are this, that gets, that's an an old game that I didn't like very much. So we paid this, um, traveling wizard to come through and, uh, once a year he does this thing where he magically captures a moment in time of this person and puts it onto parchment so we have an exact likeness of what each girl looks like so i have a folder and he kind of reaches down pulls it up and opens it up and says and you can see like a bunch of these different like parchments with like very very detailed you know recognitions of or likenesses of different guards and uh, he says please if you'd scroll through this and find the one that handed it to you that would be quite helpful uh, I'm going to start scrolling through and look at it and like, oh, this looks like things I've seen before. I think I saw someone had this hung up on stairs. Just to make yeah. sure I, I'm on the right page here, you have a wizard with a mag- magical Nikon camera. Oh, no, goes- just, it's like it's like a cantrip that allows him to transmit, like trans. It's he just has a cantrip that is to take a picture. <laughs> is this is this some of God bless D and D? Yeah, but the one thing you do notice when you're looking at them, it's it's almost like it's it's like it's moving slightly on a loop. So the faces will just be there, and then they'll look around a little bit, and then they'll look back to where the source of this capturing is, and then it will kind of like reset. <laughs> So it's it, equivalent for our own visual references as the what the Harry Potter photos look like. 
It's like a little moment in time is frozen and put on that parchment. I'm going to look up at the garment. Is this some of Brandon's work? No. Oh. I do know Brandon, but um, he hasn't been, I think he left probably about a 10 day ago. Normally he ten, just sells odds and ends. About a 10 day, yeah. Oh, time's flown. Uh, so I'm going to look through the book and can I like make a check to see if I recognize one of them? Absolutely a history check. Um, debating if I want to use inspiration. Uh, no, I'll just do. Oh wait, I can't. Can I on checks? Yeah, yeah. Anytime yeah. you roll a d twenty, you can choose to give yourself inspiration if you have. Believe in yourself. You hear me? Oh, so you can do it, guide. No, I. No inspiration. <laughs> Let's go. We're doing bounce guide off the the door. Fifteen. <laughs> 15? Yeah, you go through it, and there's probably about 30 or 40, somewhere in that realm. Um, anything past 10 for Magdor is kind of the same number, so... <laughs> Sorry, I know you're not stupid, but I, you like to play on that, that you're not super intelligent. So anyway, um, you don't have a lot. But you go through, and eventually you find a couple that you think are it, um, and you find two that look similar enough that some of their features seem to be about the same like they look similar enough the height seems to be about right the shape of the face um they both had kind of like uh like scrabbly beards as if they were either just starting to grow it or they can't grow a beard super well um one of them's a little patchy the other one looks like it's scraggly so one of them looks like you can't grow a beard but they have the same length anyway i need you to make one more history check between these two guys to determine whether and which one you actually think it is or you can just hand them one randomly I'm going to do another history check. Okay. I got a seven. Uh, yeah, you pull the scrap. You pull the, the one with uh, the guy who looks like he can grow a beard. It's just in the early stages, not the scraggly one who is patchy. Um, and you push that aside and do you push it towards him? Or do you hand it to him? Oh, I'm going to pick it up and... Oh, I think this is the guy. I'm going to hand it to him. And he says, really? Oh, that's disappointing. Well, I would ask, um, as this is an investigation that we're going to have to deal with for a while, um, where are you staying? Uh, we're staying at the, uh, Seven Sails. Seven Sails? Oh, deep pockets, huh? Um, you know what they say about dwarves? (laughs) Pockets. Indeed. Uh... I will get a hold of them, and for the next four or five days, I would ask that you don't leave town unless we complete the investigation before then. Well, uh, but, right, but we will pay for your stay. Uh, the city will fork up coin as we are asking you to stay. Is this agreeable? That, that I may is need agreeable. To ask you more questions. But can I ask you a question first? Sure. Our friend is missing. Uh, this we, friend of yours. What is he? He is with the uh, coin bearers, whatever you called them. He's a coin spinner. No, 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 no. He he got kidnapped by them. How do you know this? Because uh, you have proof. The guard came up and said, "The guard in that picture that I handed you." You should know how that is. Word of mouth doesn't count for conviction. I can't go to that place and say this guy said you took his friend. What I if we just proof. borrowed 
You need proof? Yes. Uh, oh, I've got proof. And I'm going to pull out my bag of holding. Oh, no, the finger. That guard, that guard gave us this finger. This is from our friend. This is our friend's finger. And and he put, he gives you the finger. You give him the finger and he says, Okay, um, you can keep that. That Thank looks you. like maybe a human or an elven finger. What type of, what does your friend look like? And he pulls out like a little book with a quill and ink. And he says, Objection, your honor. This seems like it's metagaming. Oh, I'm metagaming? I'm, I'm, I was I'm like, I, I don't feel like I'm metagaming. Uh, it's, uh, the. Can you give me a name instead his of name? Uh, his name is Nightwalker. His first name is Nightwalker. Uh, that's, all, that's all I know him as. Night Walker. And how long have you known him? Three weeks. It's about a little over two ten day, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not long to call someone a friend. Oh, we've been through a lot together. I'm sure you have. I trust that. Um, and now uh, about his height, sort of basic build. Does he have uh, any defining characteristics that we could find him by? He's uh, tall. He's very tall. How tall do you think? Uh, taller than you. Uh, I'm not that tall. Uh, he's like, what, eight And he foot? stands up and he says, I'm about five foot eight. He so, put me on top of you, and that's about how tall he is. He's over eight feet tall? Uh, probably about that, yeah. Eight plus feet tall. So he must not be human then. How is that his finger? He's a tall human. <laughs> And he says, May okay, 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 okay. Let me. I'm sorry, it's not to me these lines. I just want to help you find your friend, but if you're going to be dishonest with me, there's open cells. Hello, perjury. Let me let me start over. All right. My friend gave me the finger. Who gave you a severed finger? It's it's complicated. Well, I kind of need to know, since you claiming your friend was taken by a predominantly peaceful group who tends to help the poor of our town. Legally, there's nothing I can go after them with if all you give me is a finger and tell me that your friend, whoever this person is, gave it to you. How that implies them, I'm not sure. What's your opinion on Lord Neverwinter? Never Ember? Lord Never Ember. Well, people from Luskin are not fans. Uh, we're not at war anymore, but we're not really fans of Neverwinter. So, Never Ember, eh, he's alright. What, but what if I told we you? were run by a coalition of former pirate captains who have all banded together and gone on the straight and narrow. So those are my bosses. They're honorable. They live by a code. Never Ember lives for himself. He says he lives for his people, but I don't put much stock in that. Alright, well then forget about that. Just, I, I was just curious. Um, Good to know. So, I guess I, I'm sorry for lying. I'm not thinking straight. My friend's in trouble. And I was wondering, is there any way we could get some assistance in investigating the keep? Uh, life uh, light. Um, 
clear only light. light. Clear light. It is the only window left in town. There's other ones, but for a while it was the only one, so they called it clear light. It's whatever. Here's the thing. Like I said, the coin spinners have been out on a kind of like naughty list for a while, but it's hard to pin down them because they don't do anything overtly illegal. They're not killing people. They're not extorting folks. They're paying people. You know, they're, they're paying back to the community and any money they do get from work they do, they... So I know they do some shady stuff, but what it is, I don't know. It's really hard to investigate them, but if you give me some time to investigate, it'll probably take about 10 days Maybe a less. Uh, I don't have ten you. days. Why? What if more pressing? Yeah, he's gonna be. He's gonna be back next friend? week. <laughs> we don't have ten days. Has there been a threat on your friend's life? There, there has actually. It, you mentioned extortion. Yeah. Um, when I talked, or when the god handed me the coin, he said that I needed to turn in a scroll to him or else my friend dies. Hmm. One second. And he stands up and he grabs the file that you handed him and he opens the door and he says, Oi! And he, uh, somebody comes up and takes it and uh, knocks. You see the person, uh, one of the two guards that's standing up front, come in Wave. and take it. Um, and uh, so you don't see this. Knox sees one side, Maridor sees the other. Um, <laughs> uh, and, yeah, and, uh, uh, he hands it to him and he says, go get him, bring him here. Um, he says, sir. And he goes off um, and uh, brings the file back and closes the door and slaps it down on the table and says, so your friend, this guard handed you a coin. I told you that. Tell me exactly what he said, word for word, as much as you can remember. Can I make a check for this? Um, he came up and he said he congratulated me on the win. And then he said, we have your friend. If you ever want to see him again, bring us the scroll. Now, I am apparently delved into this very deep because you come to town. The next day you're here. If I'm on this timeline, correct? Yes. Or was it the same day that you went? To uh, you would have been here for two. Well, we we went to we we came in at like four in the morning, or four candles in the morning, and uh, fourth bell, yeah, fourth bell, and uh, passed out. When we woke up, he was gone, and we thought so he we, had breakfast, so we went to breakfast. He wasn't there. And then we went to the stables, and he wasn't there. And then you tried to force feed a woman alcohol, got arrested, fought in the exactly. field, got out, and now you're here on the second but, day. But she wasn't pregnant, it was just sausage. So, okay, that's odd. But so in two days, you've managed to get the attention of the coin spinners, yes. impersonate a town guard, that's fight recent, in the yes. fighting pits. That was good fun. Mm hmm. Get out, and now you're back in custody, and now you're telling me that they are threatening your friend's life over a scroll that you have. What is the scroll? Uh, this. I'm gonna just show him, because it's still... Oh, wait, no, the light went out on it. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna show him that like, it's just a fancy scroll. I don't know what it's for. And he says, may I? No, uh, I... 
he takes it and just kind of looks at it and he says, bit of a puzzle, isn't it? And he starts to like spin some of the bits and bobs that move different directions. They're threatening your friend's life over this and you don't even know what it is. Mm, yeah, pretty much. Seems about right. Now you've already lied to me once. I'm not like, lying to you. Yourself. You don't know what this is for. Uh, it's... If I knew what it was for, then maybe I would understand why it was worth taking someone, putting them in captivity, and threatening their life. I think it has answers to questions. I don't... All right, I'm going to lead out with this. I got it from Brandon. <sighs> okay. I don't know exactly what it does, but it was from him, and now they want it. Hmm. And he begins to, like, lean back in his chair a little bit and look look around kind of contemplatively. And uh, at that moment, you, uh, Knox, you hear kind of voices back and forth this whole time. Uh, eventually, though, uh, the same guard that had left earlier came back with another that looks... You don't, you don't have under any reason to believe he's anything other than just another guard. And uh, they go to the door. They walk in. Yeah, I mean, he just brought him in, you know. And then he... Uh, and Magdor's the only one that got a really good look at this guy. So, like, he doesn't look like anybody super familiar. Just another guard. And they and he says, go in. And the other guy says, so. And goes in. And uh, he says, great. Uh, as Magdor, the door opens and this other guy comes in that looks just like the one that you had ch- picked out from that little parchment photo thing. And he says, just a moment. And he, say, uh, he steps out kind of before the guy comes all the way in and he says, um, would you mind coming in? What's your what's your name? I'm sorry. And he points to you, Knox. <sighs> um, technically, whatever Magdor calls me nowadays, I'd like to think it's Mary, but sometimes he calls me meaner things. Fine, Miss Mary, would you mind coming in? We would. I would love to involve you in this conversation at this point. Your friend seems to be a little hazy on some of the details. And I figured maybe you could clarify for him. I give the guard a bit of a, maybe a mixture of like a blank and maybe squinty eyes stare. Then I kind of walk in arms crossed. I follow his lead. All right. So yeah, he gestures you in, pulls up another chair next to Magdor and says, please. And then pulls up a chair next to him opposite you and has the other guard. And the other guard kind of posts up next to the door, almost like on autopilot, understanding that maybe they're there to guard the door. Um, and he says, no, you're going to come and sit down and have a conversation with us. Um, and at that point, when you're all seated, I don't want to presume that you do. Uh, do you do you want to sit down, Nux? If you don't mind, I'd like to stand. Oh, of course. If that's where you're comfortable, that's no problem. Thank you. Um, but you, and he points to the guard and says, sit now. And he says, sir. And he comes down and sits, uh, leans the spear that he was holding up against the wall next to the door. And uh, sits kind of awkwardly and looks at both of you. Um, and uh, the, guy, the guy goes, so do you want to tell him, Magdor? Uh, no. Fine, then I will. Listen, friend, apparently you're a part of the coin spinners gang. And he looks at his buddy and he says, I need to know why you told them 
that their friend was in danger and why your people captured him. Also, you're going to be hanged in the morning. And he says, uh, Sir, sir, no, 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 no. I'm not a member of the coin spinners. No, no, no. Sir, I would never do that. And he says, Son, you tell me honestly. Right now, whether or not you're part of this. And he says, I don't know anything, sir. Nothing. I've never met these people before. Who are you? Um, I'm the champion. Sorry? Uh, I'll be the de- uh, Derogar. Oh, you're the guy that- Okay, great. Neat. Can I shake I've your hand? Many... Sure, why? I'm gonna stick out my hand. Go to shake it, and can I feel- And he looks feel... to the officer, and he says- And he goes, yes. And he goes, okay. And, uh, go ahead and make a history check to see if you remember how this guy shook hands. <laughs> Oh yeah, I got a five. About accurate. Um, what do you th- do? You but you think this is the guy, right? Uh, no, um, no. Magdor doesn't want to make a decision on that. Once he heard hanged, he's like, "Oh shit!" And maybe this is. And he's like, "Why did you shake my hand?" Oh, uh, you shook my hand. I've never met you before. I don't know who you are. Uh, if I'm like, not captain, I've never met Mary. If I may, uh, Captain. Yes. I do have one thing I could offer to maybe solve this little riddle, if you will. Uh, if you'd like, I can sort this out fairly quickly. I would appreciate that very much. I'd be in your debt. What is your name, young soldier? Griffith. Griffith. Hear me and hear me well. If your life is going to be spared, I need you to be honest about everything. And I'm going to cast Suggestion. Okay. And what does that do? I... I know it generally, but I want to make sure that I don't misread what you're trying to do. That's okay. You suggest a course of activity and magically influence a creature you can see within range that can hear and understand you. Uh, They do need to make a uh, wisdom saving throw, which uh, DC is a majestic 14. Um, He just seems to like, because you've seen people succumb to effectively magical spell effects. And sometimes people are so on track with what's going to happen. It's like you try to cast sleep on somebody. Sometimes they don't even really resist, you know, things like that. He just seems to immediately respond. He says, listen, I don't know you. I've never met you before. I wasn't even at the fighting pits. I was I was patrolling on the South Shore, the South Bank. I wasn't even in town. I mean, I was in town, but I wasn't on that side of town. I don't know who you are. Does it seem like uh, he's being magically influenced to say this, or is it coming out naturally? He seemed to respond very quickly, but you imagine that's probably because of suggestion. Uh, but he does, I mean, if you'd like to make um, an insight check, you could determine whether or not that is honest. Sure, even though as per the usual, I'm god-awful insight. I did get lucky this time around. I rolled a 20. 
21. Great. Uh, yeah, he seems to be totally in the dark about what's going on here. This guy has nothing to do. He was not the person that met Magdor. Unless he's really good at lying. I put a hand on Magdor and you see my eyes start to turn almost red as I look down at him. And I I give him a shit-eating grin. And I look at the captain with still almost dangerous looking eyes and I say it appears you interrogated a drunk dwarf my friend are you talking to me yes captain this dwarf is drunk he might as well be if he's spewing such complete bullshit ah. wait 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 there was so another, another lie from the dwarf no it's not a lie it was her misconception. There was another picture. Can we bring him in too? Sure. Um, and he says, Griffith, wait over there out front. Leave the spear. Sit in the lobby. <sighs> You're not at risk anymore, my boy. Don't flee. You're fine. And he says, uh, okay, okay, sir. And he kind of hu- hurries out and leaves. I'm the sorry. Spear. Exactly. And he says, piss off. And then Can we arrest him. I'd be mad too if I was him. You falsely accused him of being a member of the. I didn't falsely accuse him. Magdor, could I see your person that you met? Can I see your warhammer, please? Which one? The one that's on your arm. Okay. Oh, just you know, while you guys are doing this, real quick, he does step out and ask for the other person with the picture. So, all right, I'm just gonna my arm. I'm going to try to push the hammer lightly to donk him on the forehead. Did you just seriously accuse somebody to the point of almost near death based off of your logic of looking at a bunch of pictures? It it looked just like him. There's another guy. He's going to come in and look exactly the same, but he's different. Yeah, and at this point, both of the photos are there and you can see how similar they did look. Uh, Knox slash Mary. So that is in front of you now, so you can see that they did look similar. I, I I look at these pictures. Do I see anything that sticks out to me? Uh, The biggest thing about these two photos is that it's obvious that they're both young men, um, and the one with the patchy beard who was not brought in looks younger even than this young guy that just came in. Probably late teens, maybe. I, I Knox gives a deep sigh and looks at these pictures intensely, not seeing any glaring details that would give him or them the edge. And they try to think, Magda, was there anything that you can think of? A scar, a tattoo, something? Oh, let me think. Is there anything that I would recognize? Mannerisms, anything. Uh, Guide. (laughs) Honestly, the only thing... Here, go ahead and make a flat intelligence check. Roll to one. Okay, yeah, you don't really know how you would denote 
any more about this person than you had already recounted. And part of you is kind of scared to recount the wrong thing again. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think this is the guy. It looks just like him. I, I just don't want to get anybody hung because... Hung. You're right. So we have a list of options. Uh, and I'm going to start. Oh. Uh, go ahead. I forgot to tell you, they said they could take a look into Bull's uh, whereabouts, but uh, it would take 10 days. And uh, the captain comes back and, and he says, also, I would need an accurate description as he sits back down in front of you, too. Do I remember personally? Uh, does Knox remember any glaring details that might have uh, stuck anything out about um, this guy specifically? About the guard that walked up to Magdor, shook his hand, and then walked away. Why don't you make a history check as well? But I'm gonna let you make it with advantage, just because you have a much better mind for physical details and characteristics being a changeling who likes to keep that in his memory bank you're okay. more practiced at that i like i'm the kind of person that does study faces i you know maybe offhand this would have been passive uh i did roll a natural 20 but again uh you know skill checks do not count that so it gives me a uh, 21 <sighs> If I give you a 20 plus DC at level four, I'm a dick. <laughs> I mean, I'm so, not going to stop you, but. Yeah, I know. No, but you definitely like think about it and you do remember that he had um, what looked like a light bit of scarring on his left cheek. Because when he came up to Magdor, you were waiting for Magdor to come out. So you did mostly just see his profile. But on that one cheek, there was like like an old light scar that wasn't super noticeable. And there's a good chance that since, like they said, the guy comes once a year to take to re-up re on these things, that that may have happened after that was taken. Um, I, I would like to... The patch your beard is the one that came up to him. You talking about this other photo? Yeah, so the guy that's presumably coming in soon. You, you see me NCIS level stare at this photo and I look as I see that the beards part in such a way that there's scar tissue covering it with my glowing uh, red eye and I, I uh, you see it fade back to a normal uh, chocolate brown and I look up at the guard and I say Captain, I would like to warn you that this person may put up a fight if we get them in at all doesn't surprise me guilty people run well, I walked up to you any points at the picture you were just kind of you know studying there Knox the person that's sitting next to us bless him may have saw his face but I have an attention to detail that brings out the better in physicality, if you will, and I do believe that this person has a high contender to be our mark. Good. I'm sure some talking will get out of him, and if you would like 
I'd be more than happy to interrogate for you. As much as I would appreciate that, and I'm sure you're good, I should keep it city business, you know. As they wish. I want to bring in civilians, you know. We just Thunder- Once we bring him in. Called that other boy's son. Your son. Very, very good. Yes, he is my son, which is why I But am, we didn't uh, hang him. I am... I treat all my guards the same. Son, brother, friend, cousin. Makes no difference. You're all held to the same standard. And extorting somebody at the, the cost of murder over a scroll, if proven guilty, would be a deemable executed in offense. So... I have um, both arms on the table at this point, and I, like, slowly turn my head to look over at Magdor, and I go, I see. And I, I start oh. staring Magdor down. So, I'm going to step out for a moment. Feel free to, to um, have more, and he pulls the picture up in another flagon for uh, Mary, and he says, feel free, just don't overindulge um, or you'll end up in a jail cell for the night but um, I'm going to try these glasses in a few minutes um, uh, with our possible offender if you would wait for a moment is there anything else I can get for you yes how much are these glasses maybe like 10 copper a piece oh less than that they're made of wood so um, maybe a copper piece Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull out a silver piece and put it on the table and say, "That's all. Thank you." Uh, you don't need to pay me. You can just drink from them and keep them. I won't be drinking from it, Captain. Okay, uh, but he does push the coin back towards you. Says, "Thank you. I appreciate the offer, but I'm fine." And he steps and he walks away. And I mutter to myself, visibly to Magdor, "We'll see." Um, so yeah it seems like you have a few minutes to wait here as they close the door you don't hear it lock though the door is not locked before when Magdor first went in they kind of like locked it but you don't hear that this time it's just closed I swig this drink Uh, would you like me to make a constitution saving throw Um, it's not strong enough unless you're going to have like two or three glasses over the course of the next few minutes uh, for (laughs) you to have to make any saves it's 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 a lighter sort of drink, um, like a, a nice light pale ale sort of thing. I'll swig the drink and then I'm going to lunge at Magdor. You fucking idiot! <laughs> As I what, try to what? tackle him. What what are you doing? I start like bopping him on the head like it's uh, one of those gopher uh, mini games with his own warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I, I like quit I'm, hitting yourself. <laughs> I'm taking like I'm trying to destroy this cop on Magdor's head, uh, like oh, with the cop. Uh, nice. Th- hence paying for it in advance. And it's like you <laughs> tried killing his. Magdor. I didn't try killing anybody. It appears that we are making a mistake here. Uh, we're not making a mistake. We found the right guy. Now we can eat us to vol, I think. Where's your pouch of holding? Right here. And I'm going to put, uh, 
But the cup that I have, and I'm gonna shove it in there, is like, there, you stole a cup. Now we're even. I don't know if that's going to fit. It's a cop. You'll be fine. Look. Does it fit? Look. Does what fit in it? The cup fit into my pouch? I mean, you can hook it on. There's plenty of, like, ropes and bips and bobs. Usually, get, like... No, no, into the pouch of holding. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can stuff <laughs> it in. Look, have you ever done one of those things where you're at B-dubs and you're like, wow, this glass is really nice, and then you kind of shove it in your purse? This is you now. You are a, a criminal. This My sister just brings him home. I, I, I kick back because, like, I'm like the angry wife who just caught the uh, husband doing something incredibly bad at the police station. <laughs> I can't say what I just saw for legal purposes, <laughs> but... <laughs> I I can't say what I just saw Brandon pull out for legal purposes because I do not want any legality entailed to that. I'm an angry half elf. All right, yeah. So you kind of sit there fuming, leaning back now after bonking him on the head with a uh, with stuff and. <laughs> Um, and eventually you hear footsteps and voices as, um, the door opens and the captain comes back in and he says, um, so, and he closes the door and kind of leans up against the wall and he says, so it, yeah, knocks the spinning in their seat. Um, the guard in question is missing. Oh, what did you do? I can tell you where he didn't show up this morning tell you certainly where he's at right now I'll give you I'll give you three guesses but looks like you won it on one congratulations you won a prize as I slide the silver piece towards him so this is city business Um, I would ask that you would go to your um, hotel at the seven sails and stay in side do we understand this hypothetically if someone was held hostage for something that could be considered of high value about how much time would you say that person has before they may be considered not worth the collateral well the coin spinners have never killed anyone to my knowledge so I would say he's okay okay good because I really wanted a long rest before I made any decisions but you know Suggestions? Yeah, right, 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 right. How long? Uh, I don't think he's at risk of dying, but I still don't know what he looks like, except that he's an eight-foot-tall human. How long would it take you to investigate Clearlight? He look like. He's a Goliath. He's a damned Goliath. You told him he was a... was that? I don't know. You have a random finger. All right. You showed him the finger. And I found, I found it at you the You told him he was carnival. a human. I found you it at found- the prisoner's carnival. Make a deception. Tell me you've never found a body part at the prisoner's carnival. Make a deception check. About time we make some fucking deception checks on this deceiving motherfucking dwarf over here. I roll a 15. I believe it. It says... Come on. What? 
Where am I going? You're going in the cell. Why? Because I need to prove that you weren't the one that killed someone and took their finger. I'm going to go to the people at the carnival and make sure that they had all the fingers. That they gathered everything up, that no one stole anything. That no one picked anything up from off the stage. Don't birds pick them up? Uh, possibly, but they usually- I start sweating profusely. Do you, do you remember any birds near us? Oh, it had not been decayed that much, so it had to have been recently. Do you remember any birds near us? Yes, your friend had a bird. It's sitting on the roof. And what do you think he would have perked up at the prisoner's carnival? No crows flew on the stage. That I know of. Usually they keep track of that. I'm going to look over Purposely for this, because what? things get lost, and if something gets lost, they have to report it so we don't have random body parts showing up worrying that someone's dead. If they say somebody came and took a finger, then I know that look over at Mary. show up with a finger. I'm going to look over at Mary like, Mary, where did Krosif get this finger from? Captain, have I lied to you so far? No, you're under no suspicion. Thank you. Who gave you this finger? Your friend. I think he prefers a stiff pillow, but if you can get him something fluffier just to make the night a little bit more miserable, feel free. Good. And he says, come on. This is the second time you've got me arrested and we're just going to stomp off. You're just going to stay here until I prove that it's not you. Like I said, they keep record of the body parts, what was destroyed, what was taken. If somebody took something, they keep it on record so that the city doesn't go after every loose body part that's going around because of the prisoner's carnival. So we should very easily be able to prove whether or not you killed someone. How do you know it wasn't my finger? I'm going to hold up my battle axe hand. When did your arm get lost? About a year ago. That is not a year old finger. Yeah, right. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) At least he's honest in the end. And uh, he asks for your bag, your weapons, your armor, everything. And they just like basically, if if you're willing to give it, they just set it behind, you know, the jailer's desk effectively. I'm going to act like I can't take the battle or the warhammer off my arm. Mm Mm-hmm. And just kind of like... I'll give him the help action. So, yeah, so Nox comes up and and offers to help you. No, no. Remember what happened last time? Right. It just off, right? Felt weird. Fine, here you go. What's that? A counterclockwise turn? Oh, not that way. Not that way. with another seeming deception, because you were like, oh, I can't get it off. And then you're just like, fine. And then you hand it to him. The guard, the captain goes, you need to stop lying. Just be can't help it. It's fun. And then he opens the door and leads you in and then shuts it. And he says, just stay here. You, you says, know what they say? Little white lies aren't evil. Who says, says that, Magdor? Borden says that. Mary, thank you so much for your time. I'm sorry that you have to spend such time with such people, but I would hope that in the future you reassess your friends. Um, 
if you could, I would love to send an escort with you back to the Seven Sails. And if, like you said, you could spend at least the next day or so there, we will come to you if we find any new information. But you should be safe there as I will leave those guards there as an escort, as a safety security detail. I may not be a citizen of Luskin, I'll admit that. But as someone who's upright, I would like to say that would be excellent. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, is it ma'am? Uh, I, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> I don't... Are you becoming your woke, name Captain? Your name is Mary, but... I, I apologize, but you have some... Some? Somebody told me that you were... You were a... Somebody woman, once told you the told world you. is going to roll you. Is that what this is? Well, another one of my gods said that he thought you were just a very feminine man, and I... I can't tell, so I just wanted to make sure that I called you correctly. I want to be respectful to those who are guests in our town. You can ask Magdor here. He'll leave whatever the opposite is, what he says. It's opposite day always with Magdor. I see. Um, and he says, if that's I'm gonna murder somebody. Be, I'm going to... Excuse me. No talking. Oh, Sorry. Um, he didn't know what he said, but he did hear you talk. And he says, great, um, Gerald Winfrey, would you please uh, take uh, Mary back to the Seven Sails, and um, I will have someone there within eight hours to relieve you of your post. Stay there. Opposite oh, day <laughs> And uh, yeah, so as if you are led there, we can kind of like move forward to that. Magdor, you're staying in jail. Again, <laughs> uh, do you want to do anything once? Uh, I mean, in jail, there's not too much for you to do, but for Mary specifically, when you get to the Seven Sails, is there anything you want to do once they kind of escort you in and then they stay at the front door? Me specifically? Yeah, they're just watching the front door of the inn and then one of them stays out front and the other one is going to go in with you and just kind of be in the same room unless you want to be in private. Uh, What... Are you talking about this person is going to be in the room with me? Uh, yeah, they won't go in your bedroom, but like if you go to the place where the food is served or drinks are, they'll stand at the entrance to that place and keep an eye on the room and you. And then also there's somebody watching the front door of the hotel. I'll uh, skip along as happy as I can as Knox uh, in this uh, dreadful situation that I allowed <laughs> to concur. Uh, Classic and- Magdor. <laughs> And I will, uh, well, I mean, if you think about it, Fool's been kidnapped, uh, Magdor has successfully got himself lied into jail with the guard that was trying to help him, uh, maybe with some assistance from, uh, Knox, but we'll, you know, skip over that little detail. Just like I'm going to skip up, uh, is the bookkeeper the person from the night or the morning shift at this point? Um, it looks like, uh, the same person because, uh, they did say they were twin brothers. But um, you can presume it's not the same person because it's late enough in the day. You could. I'll go up and ask. Hi, are you the uh, daytime twin or nighttime twin? Oh, I just relieved my brother. I'm here for the day. The day? The night? Well, he leaves around noon. I work from midday until about midnight, and then we swap. Were you the person that checked us in? That would have been my brother. 
I see. Uh, Nox? As he said, you arrived in, you know, the early, or- early morning hours. Still basically nighttime, yes? Right. And when we left in the morning, uh, you said it was the twin brother that checked him. Yeah. <laughs> so is this yeah. something I so should be suspicious Glenn, of, or no, is this, this is a Glenn thing? Uh, this is a Glenn thing. We'll just say okay. that it was the it's, same brother no, before. It, it's yeah. whatever you want. You're the DM. It's the same person. <laughs> it's what I, I, was feeling, I was feeling kind of sick, so he covered a little later for me. He walks away. Oh, time to change shift, and he puts on a different hat. It's like, haha. Now I'm, yeah. I'm no longer Mario. I am Marco. Marco. He says, "Yeah, sorry about that. Is there something I can help you with?" Nope. Apparently, I made a mistake. That's all my bad. Uh, it seems like this. And I'm gonna look over at the guard. Can you describe this guard to me? Um, they're all kind of the same. It seems like they they have uh very similar to most militaries or like you know whatever organized force of any sort they have guidelines so some of them do have beards but they never get past a certain point you know some of them and they're always well taken care of um all of their hairs are either uh buzzed shaved or short none of them are long um and so like for the most part they all just look like dudes there's a lot of humans in Luskin, so there's a lot of Especially since, you know, kind of, you know, regionally, this, the humans look similar. Um, there's minor differences, but for the most part, they're kind of like light bluish eyes, paler kind of skin, sometimes tan, but usually kind of flexible on the skin tone and then like brownish hair. Do they look handsome? As yeah. uh, Ixie would say. Handsome, uh, <laughs> as you would say. Um, yes. Uh, objectively, the the people of the north have kind of a rugged attractiveness to them. Okay. Uh, I'll look up and, uh, at this person. I'm assuming they're a little bit taller than me because I tried to adopt a shorter uh, physique, but I look and go, are you joining my room? Are you going to stand in front of it? What would you like to do? Whatever you're, okay. whatever you're comfortable with, miss. You're not going to like what you see if you come in my room. I'm going to tell you that. Magdor lived in there for a whole day, and he turned into a lair. A lair? Lair. Have you heard of liches? Yes. Dark uh, nefarious creatures. Yes. Yes. They can turn a cabin into this hideous sanctum of evil and undead. They think that except beer bottles. You turned him into a lair. I turned him... Oh, dear. You're missing a chromosome, aren't you? Uh, go ahead and stand outside the door. Of course. Whatever you're most comfortable with, miss. Thank you. And, and I, uh... And then he leads you up there to your room. Okay, I uh, close the door. I immediately regret my uh, comment, and I uh, just slowly shift uh, back into uh, changeling form as I lock the door, and I uh, realize that uh, we have made absolutely no progress today. Uh, (laughs) Beyond the dwarf scroll, and it's like... And waiting, contemplating what's gone on. 
uh, Magdor, it's only about 20, 30 minutes. And then uh, somebody comes back with a sheet, a piece of paper, and they hand it to the person behind the desk and they say, Captain, and the captain comes out and he says, right, right. No missing fingers. <sighs> That's weird, but. Uh... Oh, no, 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 right here from two days ago. Yes, a human lost a finger. Ah, uh, Magdor. And then he, um, it appears once again get... that you are not a liar. You just appear to be one. Before he gets to me, or or as he's walking to me, he's me looking out the window at the full moon that's out there. <laughs> starts howling. Start, sing- oh. start singing. Start singing like, oh, I miss my Nox. And Hope yeah. that Nox is singing with me. Looking out the moon, out of the hotel room. I miss my mag door as day. I as I open the windows. I'll look out and just stop singing. <laughs> oh, what, what, what are you saying? He throws the bat your bag at you and uh, sets your weapons on the bench inside of the the uh, jail cell, and he says, "Get your stuff back on. You're free to go." Uh, go do you want this finger back, or can I keep it? Do whatever you want with the finger. Just don't eat it. No, I'm going to put it back, and I'm going to put it back in the bag of holding. Okay. Pouch of holding. There's, there's, <sighs> no, al- a little there's bit. no atmosphere in there. That finger will be fine. Great. Um, So, uh, Willem and uh, Renfrey are going to be taking you in to the seven sails to make sure you go back safely. And they're going to... um. I figure we might as well double up the guard. Have two at the front door and two watching you guys to make sure that you're safe. So, stop lying. And then he just... Not lying, you're just not believing me. <laughs> uh, eventually you're able to get yourself on. The guards will help you if you want to. And then they say, you ready to go, sir? Uh, you ready as I'm ever going to be. They guide you back to the seven sails where there is one guard outside of the front. Um, they send him in and say, we got the front, go. Uh, and then the one inside says, your friend is up in his in, in her room, so... I'm going to walk up to the front desk. I'm going to walk up to the front desk real quick. Look, uh, aren't you the same person from before? From before when, sir? Uh, from breakfast. No, that was my brother. It's hard to keep you two uh, together. Just assume that we have all the same information. It's just how many sure of you are there? Just two. We just have two. Up, and you work every day. Young, is this a Nurse Joy situation? On the week- yeah, yeah. There's a there's a young lady that comes in on the weekends and um, relieves us. We have we just work during the week. Everybody's oh, okay. working on the weekend. All right. What time's lunch? Two hours ago, sir. When's dinner? Two or three hours should be ready in, in, in not long. Do you have any sausage? Uh, no, your friend ate most of it, so um, they have to save it. Okay. I'm going to walk up and head upstairs. Great. Uh, as you kind of are once again just sitting there in contemplation, it's not been more than a half hour, uh, Nox, and you hear a <coughs> the door. Now, do I know whether or not the guard would... Where would the guard be stationed? Uh, just just right outside the door. 
Okay, so my says that, but he 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 bangs, but the guy's like, "Sir, you can just go in. It's your room." And then he opens it up, and you see Magtor. <laughs> I was initially gonna say I was played uh, spread eagle over some kind of pentagram to sell my soul to the Raven Queen, but I don't think that's gonna be the case tonight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you see, like. You don't see. I'm gonna say I. The moment I heard the door knock, I hid behind the bed. Cool. Biggest stealth check. See how well you hid. Awesome. Cool. I rolled a nine. What is your passive perception, Magdor? Thirteen. So you do see, like you don't see knocks, but you see like the tail end of his coat coming out from the other side of the bed as if he's probably... Oh, no, I'm stark naked, so you can maybe oh, okay. see it. it's just his foot. It's yeah, a, a, a full foot. Yeah. <laughs> where's... Where's Nox? I'm gonna walk around like, where are they? There you are. The behind you. Wait, what's up? They close the door behind Magdor when he goes in. <laughs> I'm gonna jump behind the bed and see uh, Nox right there. I'm going to try to crab scramble oh, under the bed out of the way. They let me out. Lock the door. The door's locked. Okay. Man, Maybe you it's really not. do love lying. <laughs> I think. Please. Can I use a uh, thaumaturgy to lock the door? No? All right. You swing it open wide. <laughs> I'll show you. The door's locked. I'm going to use thaumaturgy. Try to open the door. I mean, it opens wide. Uh, oh. It just goes and swipes open, and you see the two guards, and they're like, So, is everything all right? Uh, yeah, I thought the door was locked. I'm sorry. Where's Mary? Uh, and they, they, they immediately she, run into the room and go, Where is Mary? I immediately cast she's, disguise self and I turn into Mary naked under the bed. She's she's improper right now. I oh, I uh, sleep sorry. I sleep nude, okay? I didn't think Magdor was coming back tonight. Uh, and they're all like covering their eyes. They're like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, and they just look, make their way out and shut the door. And I drop disguise. Knock it. Cool. Inspiration point, oh. guys. This is fun. Sorry about that. <laughs> I like I, I I turn completely back in the changeling form and go. I just kind of look at him and go. I, I'm gonna keep the voice because I know they're on the other side of the door and going. That was real smart of you. Well, I thought the door was locked. Why wouldn't they lock the door? They're guarding us. You think they would lock it? <sighs> I. Had my patience right here. I'm gonna point up to your shoulder, and it's like that's not very high. I know because you're just like way up here, and like my arm almost like extends unnaturally so a little bit as I like try to do like multiple feet above his head. It's like you've you've reached a new limit, my friend. But would you? Yes. They let me go though. So what did you do to get out? I'm assuming now we gotta pay for a dwarf-sized hole in the jail cell. No, no, they let me out. They saw the finger was a finger from the uh, carnival. 
do you have any like uh, witness uh, testimony to you like killing everybody or something that you just want to hand over to him to? No, I can't kill anybody. Oh, I've seen you do it once or five. You remember that time that you did the down a smash with your hammer and Gallagher a guy into two? Oh yeah, that was a first fight. That was fun. It was beautiful. Don't worry. I got it. Like, it's almost like sometimes when you sleep a little too long past eight hours, you see the reason there's two reasons why I get up at eight hours and four minutes. The first one is Vol will beat the shit out of me if I try sleeping in. He won't do it. Actually, that he'll kick me. But more importantly, if I sleep past my eight hours, brain's like, oh, you want to go into overtime? Let's remind you of the time that Magdor decided to use a blunt object as a guillotine. And then it just plays over in a 10 second loop until I wake up it's the perfect alarm clock I'm surprised at that and not the guy whose head I smashed in, in between my hammers right, right next to you I'm pretty sure I was unconscious when that happened mm-hmm. yeah, but, but that's, but, but that's metagaming <laughs> I don't remember you being there look heads blowing off <sighs> that's rookie stuff you, know, and you see that fireball like, it should have yeah. been unnatural. Oh, that's really disappointing. He was hooked onto you like phonics. Oh, you mean the guy that I almost killed that you stole? What did I steal from him? His life. Oh. Oh. And, like, I'm still under the bed. Actually, no. I, well, no, I wouldn't have been. So just to commit to that, I'm going to get up, do the whole hand gesture, and then slither back under the bed like like some kind of weird uh, spirit from the well or the ring. And uh, I'm just going to pat him on his foot and go, oh, you poor thing. You tell you what, next time I'll get you <sighs> Magdor. Yeah. I don't think these guards are going to be able to do anything in the long run. I mean, they can, but I think it's the short run we got to worry about. They're going to win the marathon, but they're not going to win, you know, the sprint to save Vol. I was trying to get some of them to help us, but I guess not. I think if you want to take care of shady criminals, we need to find people that are well-versed in it. And honestly, a vol would have been our best shot. He's used to that stuff. I've seen it before, but it's kind of like going to the zoo versus the safari. I, you know, I see the wild animals, but I never really, you know, up until a week ago, I'd never got a promotion to, you know, Steve Irwin at this point. And I think we either need to go in somehow or we need to find help. That isn't the law. What if we... Well, will the gods even let us out? That's a good question. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. You hard. You hard. <laughs> I, I, I retreat further into the bed. I'm gonna knock... Stealth with advantage, so we have, I have a DC if they try to look for you. Who, me specifically? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh... And 18. Cool. Thank you. I'm going to knock on the door. They say, yeah. Can I come in? (laughs) You mean, can you come out? (laughs) Sure, thanks. I'm going to open the door and walk out. No, 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 no. 
I was repeating your question in the correct phrase. You have to stay in the inn. You can't leave. Are you just I going wasn't... for some food? I was going to ask for the food. Do you remember how long it was going to be? A couple hours. A couple hours. Can I go check on my horse? We will do that for you, sir. What stable is it in? Uh, Mary, what stable is Spark a Spark in? <sighs> I... The stable number here. You know which one it is. That it's one. Number. Yeah. It's in um, that one. Great, so yep. I will go check on it and um, he will stay. As Brennan goes into like else? full on Chewbacca mode <laughs> with his beard. Anything else, Magdal? Um, no, that should be it. Thank you. Good. Very nice, sir. Any, uh, Waits for you to close the door, and you see uh, the other ones waiting as well until you close it to leave. I'm just going to stand there for a second. If I can, I close the door in front of you. And <laughs> you oh, jeez. I'm going to do something that I forgot I can do uh, since there's no active range on it. Uh, hiding under the bed still, I'm just going to say... I'm going to take a little nap, and I'm going to plunk out as I switch my consciousness over to Krosov, who's been sitting over the guard tower this entire time. Now, I have a rough idea where clear light is. Uh, It's starting to get a little bit dark, but uh, I'm going to have, with control of him, fly over to clear light, if I can. Yeah, let me see if you have the range for that. Uh, I know, at very least... Um, like last time we did this, we basically said or realized that there was no range, and the only thing that stopped it was your idea of an extra dimensional space. Well, when it's within a hundred feet of you, you can communicate with it telepathically. So true, you can't, true. you can, you can, as an action, see through his eyes, but you can't tell him to do anything until he's closer. True. Yeah. So. So uh, then I guess. I'm in, then yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Then, uh, if if possible, then can I tell him to fly over to Clearlight and try to find try to find Vol in a window or something, just as like a last you ditch call effort him and get him closer? Yeah, you could give him a course of action and still watch through his eyes as he does it. Okay, then uh, I'll do that. Then I say, scout out Clearlight, try to find Vol. Cool. Um, he as you so you call him, you give him that instruction. And then you warg into his eyes as you lay down, right? Yep, you wanted yep. to like take a nap and then warg into him. Great. Under the bed yes, and everything. Flies off. off. Uh, it's going to be like a minute or two. Is there anything else you're doing, Magdor, before uh, I give narration on bird? Investigating I'm going to give Knox my idea for a plan. He can't hear you. Oh, I know. Well, he's That's just what I'm doing right now. Oh, okay. Because I, I don't see him work. I just think that Knox is under the bed right now. So go ahead and mute Discord for a second. So we'll keep this super, super meta. So you will Me? have literally... No, for... Oh. Uh, and I'll I'll give you a thumbs up when you come back. Oh, okay. I was just... It, it wasn't actually planned out. Um, so here's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to sleep. We're going to sleep for uh, eight hours. You know, you wake up at eight hours. It's fine. And so, when we wake up in that eight hours, we're going to sneak out. I haven't decided how we're going to sneak out yet, 
But we'll figure that out together. What do you think? And yeah, that's probably a bed. stupid idea. Yeah, you're right. How can we sneak out? That's the important part. We need to figure out how to sneak out. You got nothing either? Nah. Just looks like super asleep. Yeah. Well, I can't see her, so. Or them. Well, you can. Yeah, you can. They're just laying under the bed. I mean, I'm on the bed at this point. Oh, so you I'm can't like, see their like face. You're just yeah. talking. It's you're talking down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. So you assume that you know. He has. So. He, they have nothing to add to the conversation at this point. Right. So yeah. So I think sneaking out's our best bet. I think we should head out after we sleep. And so, are you gonna? What do you do at that point? Are you gonna like start getting ready for bed and stuff just to try and take a rest? Or yeah, yeah. I'll be okay. like, all right. I, I guess you've already fallen asleep. Sleep through dinner. You're gonna sleep through dinner. Yeah, because I'm gonna assume that. Yeah, yeah. I will because because if be you went to bed now, you could later. wake up with full energy and it would be a night time. I don't know if that works yeah. out for what you're thinking. Yeah, you we'll go to do, sleep but... now. I'll, be, I'll, I'll even say like, I know you're not going to like skipping dinner because I know I'm not going to like skipping dinner, but we've got some ale here and I'm going to tap my jug of alchemy, but we've got some ale here. We'll be, we'll be fine with calories. <laughs> okay. Awesome. <laughs> So at that point, you take some time to, it takes you about 10 minutes to doff your armor. Um, you take it off, put your stuff away, and you are going to sleep once again by the hearth, yeah? Yeah. And cool. then this is where we can bring Tyler back. Um, so when you go jump into Corrosive's eyes, you lay down, you're laying down underneath the bed, yes? Not yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it takes the bird a couple minutes to get to where, uh, you know, in that direction, but you know it's supposed to look for... A church you know it knows to look for that size and type of building it's familiar and intelligent enough to recognize it and it does and as as it flies closer it kind of like flies high in general for a while and then finds it and you know hones a little more evenly and pointedly towards it you see out front um in the streets in front kind of down the front stone steps is this old cathedral looking building and down the front steps they are running what it looks like a soup line where they are giving bread and um, kind of like a, a minestrone sort of like vegetable soup um, hit that they're handing out in lines to folks that are wearing, for lack of a better term, not real nice clothes, nice. Um, raggedy clothes. Um, uh, some of them being children. Some of them don't look like they have an adult there with them. They're just there getting food. Um, and... The bird flies around for a while. You told, and what were the exact instructions? You said investigate and look for vole. Uh, find clear light. Try to search the windows for vole. Okay. And so the bird, after kind of knowing that this is probably it, kind of swoops in and around over that area. And you're able to see this whole scene taking place. And you hear the voices um, of some of these, you know, men and women on the opposite side of the table serving. They're like, stay warm, stay warm. And they're even handing out some like, looks like hand knit, like gloves and hats and scarves that they can provide. Maybe these guys aren't so bad. Yeah, I know they're terrible, Uh, but they are providing like small bits of clothing for people to try and help keep their extremities warm, you know, which is what you kind of miss out on a lot of the time when you're, you know, without a home, um, you get a shirt and clothes and maybe shoes, but gloves, scarves, hats are all commodities that they're not used to. 
Um, and uh, the bird, though, then, as it kind of flies past and you hear and see a little bit of the scene going on, um, you do see uh, some folks kind of off on the side being, for lack, I mean, I say this a lot, for lack of a better term, a little shady. They're talking quietly, you know, in hushed voices off to the side of the building and they hand something between hands. And then it looks at the windows because that was kind of the next thing you wanted it to do is look for vol in the windows. And it flies around and this, this building is large and the part of the reason why it's they it's likely that they said it was much much of a fortress that lady is because of the fact that it has um large walls built up around all the edges partially to conceal um a graveyard that's on one side mm. and uh, when it's not a stone wall it's a wrought iron gate you know so that is sealed off and then the building itself looks super solid. It looks like it's actually lasted through a lot of probably conflict. Um, they did mention that they were at war with Neverwinter, not in the too distant past. Um, right. There's like bust, you know, almost all the windows are gone except for one on the back end on the opposite side from where. Uh, I should have told Kroos of the pack at that window. <laughs> Just break the last window on it. Uh, but he flies around and like looking inside uh, doesn't really net that much for him um you could make a check to try and denote like without like you having the crow make a check it just looks darkish like it doesn't look like they have they may have a few torches inside a few people pass by every once in a while but um during the day looking into you know a big open building effectively you can just kind of see a few people inside that don't look like they're doing anything odd they're just people walking around do I see anybody that looks like to me Charlemagne? Charlemagne? AKA Simpson. Yes. Simpson. Oh, uh, oh, go ahead and make a. We'll do an intelligence based perception check. Or the crow, or on my behalf. What do you it'll want? It'll be your. It'll be your statistics. So. Sure. You making the so you want an intelligence like, check? Calling an intelligence. Uh, technically, if you're trained in history, it'd be the same modifier. Yeah. Uh, I yeah sure okay. Then uh, I got a a nineteen. Nineteen, very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Plus one. You actually, don't. Yeah, that's awesome. You do. Uh, as the crow, the crow doesn't focus in on it because obviously, you know, it's the crow and it's doing its own thing. But you recognize uh, that that face that you saw on the streets uh, after the the fight that one day um, passed by one of the windows uh, looking like they're headed into the building somewhere. Mm, But then as he continues to fly, you lose that face and it comes back around and it doesn't look like you see him anymore among the faces passing by the windows. Okay. Well, I, I know who I'd disguise myself as if I wanted to sneak in, but sure. And then uh, eventually the bird, uh, after feeling like it's done what you told it, probably takes about 15, 20 minutes in total, uh, comes back um, and flies back in. Do you want to stay with the bird the whole time or do you want to, like, you know, unwarg as soon as it starts to fly back? Uh, Once I determined that it's like a safe distance from anything that could hit it from that fortress, then yes, I would probably uh, unwarg, I believe you (laughs) called it. Yeah. So you do that. It's probably been about 16 minutes ish, you know, in total when you unwarg. 
Um, and as you kind of come to, uh, you don't hear anybody moving, but you do hear that the, the fire has been stoked and logs have been put on it. And from underneath the bed, you can see Magdor's body laying next to it with his steady breathing as if he's gone to sleep next to the fireplace. I, on all fours, kind of clamber out uh, crab-like and I kind of wake, you know, stand up right. I'm like, to sleep uh. I'm like uh, 50-50 on to whether or not to try to wake him up or just uh, call it with that it's like Charlemagne I found you soon be mine and uh I am going to go to sleep with him. Uh, not with Magdor specifically, because that'd be weird. But I'm going to look around, realize that I've been fighting off a sense of loneliness that's been almost pervasive since this morning. As I go over to the couch that Vol was sleeping on and try to tuck myself in his stud. Okay. And we sleep. And you sleep. And then we and, and we sleep. At some point, you do wake up. Um, it's probably. Actually, let me roll. So, who wants to be odds? Who wants to be evens? You know what? I think odds. it's. I'm going to say, I, I've been uh, the straight list guy. I think Magdor has been the odd one today. Which... Yeah, agreed. Um, so I will... Great. Um, neither of you trance, do you? No, that's just elves <laughs> and half elves. Okay. So, yeah. Um, the at, at some point, it is dark when you wake up. But Magdor, you wake up. Um, having doffed your armor and with your weapons nearby, but just comfortably sleeping, waiting for the night to come so you can try and figure something out to go get bowl. And you wake up to a hand over your mouth and uh, psst. Mm-hmm. You turn and look. You look at him. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely Sibsian. And I'm gonna says, like. You see my eyes go wide. I'm not. I'm here. I'm a friend. I'm a friend. I am a friend. Knox, no, is that you? I'm not. And he says, no, 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 no. "This is my name." Oh, Charlemagne. I would like to speak with your friend, Knox. You say Knox. That is Knox. Uh, Ma- Mary. No, that's Mary. Mary. I would like to speak with you and Mary. Quietly. And he, every time you move, every time you talk, he kind of puts his hand back. He says, I will step away. I have no weapons. Look, Luke, no weapons. Mm-hmm. And I smell in the darkness, French. you can't really. Do you have dark vision? I do. Okay, so his skin does look like it's a darker shade. He looks very similar to what Mary slash Knox transformed into when he was trying to, like, like, make these people do what they wanted when you guys were fighting the the seafaring folk in the in the forest with wool um and he says 
My name is Sipsian. I am here to help. Uh, and he puts his hand out to help you up. Um, I grab it. it and he up. helps you up. And he says, is your friend uh, a calm person? I can uh, wake them up. Uh, you can draw. I will. Uh, maybe um, I stand behind you and you vouch for me. I will put my hands in the air and uh, we will converse quietly um, uh, I've, so I've the got, gods do I've not hear I've got a better us. idea. Can, can I tie you up? Oh. Would... Why, why would you want to tie me up? I am here to help you. Because uh, Mary doesn't know that and Mary is a very suspicious person. Oh. Um, if you would like to do this, I will comply. If it will help, we must uh, save your friend. He will be dead by sunrise. Yes, let, let me let me tie you up. Oh no! And he goes and sits no, down. No, no, no! I have a better idea. Uh, I'm going to pull out my last friend coin. Oh, I have one more, and I'm going to hand it to him. And he says, like, um, "Show this to Knox as soon as, or show this to Mary as soon as they wake up." And then we can save yes. all, right? To Mary, right? Mary, not Knox. You've called him. You've called no, him no. Knox twice. And wah! And he looks closely <laughs> at the thing sleeping in bed. Or oh, I guess you're under the bed, right? He just uh, probably. I was on the, on the couch. Oh, you're on the couch. I'm on the. Did you sleep I, with a blanket? I am in plain visibility right now. For uh... your friend is quite confusing to see. Um, I was not sure what. Um, was on, so that is why I woke you up. Um, but I will show them this coin um, as a sign of trust. Yes, yes, that's a, that's a, that's a coin for trust. But, good, but good. before I give it to you, because I'm, I'm still like holding it. Oh, okay. Before I give it to you, <laughs> you said you can help us save all. The big Goliath, he is, um, yes, I know where he is. I just must speak with you quickly. Okay, and I'm gonna let go of the coin and I'm going to walk over to Knox. I'm like snoring and I have like one pink finger pointed at the door going, ah, Charlemagne, your death will be your own undoing. Who is Charlemagne? Uh, Dodge. He wants to kill me? Uh, it's a long story. Um, I, um, I'm, I will sit yeah, that's, that's what the coin's for. <laughs> the finger, for some reason, unconsciously follows <laughs> just for flavor, just for flavor. Uh, great, yeah. All right. So, yeah, uh, he sits down and waits uh, for whatever is going to happen. And I'm going to gently touch Knox, not shake him, them yet, just touch him. Give him a gentle, like, you know, when you wake someone, wake someone up gently, you kind of like massage them. You yeah. don't like shake or anything? Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right. Oh, sparkle sparks. sparks. Yeah, sparkle sparks. We're are, you, save, are you ready? I'm going to shake gonna, a little harder. Gonna, are you ready oh, to so save Vol? Like they're really aggressive, about? sparkle sparks. So I'll, we'll save Vol together. You're but then by both shoulders. And just I'm going to ride you. Dodge! I'm going to try to acrobats in the air, fully nude. Can I, right. 
Can I do an acrobatics trick to see what I do? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. I rolled a unnatural 20. I think I would do uh, the uh, special move uh, where I launch out of the bed and I got both legs on top of Magdor's shoulders trying to pin him down. He's pressed against the smoothness of Barbie. Yeah. As I try oh to take God. him down. And you, when you hop up on his shoulders, <laughs> very adeptly, by the way, Thank uh, you, you uh, see at that point, now that you are kind of higher placed, a figure <laughs> sitting in one of the chairs in the room off to the side um, with their hands up like this. And you immediately recognize them as Sipsian. I will do the two blinks to let Magdor say what he needs to. But before you, but listen, listen. Look, I start to raise I'm the finger. Point to Simpson. Yep, I'm going to point with him. And he pulls out the coin. I am a friend. <laughs> you, you see the fire starts to light up at the fingertip, but then I'm like immediately, or Nox is immediately confused, like... That coin was a bad idea. No, the coin was a good idea. You would have killed our only chance to get the ball. Listen, listen. I may not be the best with people, but I know if he wanted to kill us, we would be dead. He snuck up on both of us. We Neither of us had any idea. On the dresser and he, and he is... points at the window, which is now open. He says, the window, I came in. Avoided the gods. I'm going to look at the dagger that's sitting on the dresser and I'm going to say, Mother, your call. And you feel no response. I would say with my intelligence, I know that my. Uh, the Raven Queen wants this guy for better or worse and with no response I would interpret that as she's not interested in this person which then in the wild chain of events would then assume this is not Charlemagne Magnor that's not Charlemagne my name is not Charlemagne my name is Sipsian I am a friend I have I want to help you find Vol he is going to be killed by morning at night at first light. Who the fuck is Homer Simpson and why is they a drow? Simpson. As I confused. I pull out from behind my back, I look at the uh the, the drawing uh that I got from uh Lord Never Ember, and I look at him and go Simpson? It is me. I am a friend. And I turn around like wanted <laughs> show the, like this, this mixture. Like I, you see me draw and crayon, like super most wanted, uh, preferably alive. It is, it is very true. I am wanted in Neverwinter for crimes that, that I did not commit. That's why I fled. The Arkham Brotherhood has taken me, taken me in. Why do you have Vole? I, I do not have Vol. The coin spinners do. But you have a coin. 
I have your coin. You are oh, with them, Sibson. Yes, I am working for the Arcane Brotherhood to get into their ranks. I found out where your friend was, and now I am returning the favor. If, as long as you do not the, the favor, what what favor? Lord Never Ember. If you do not turn me into Lord Never Ember, bring me back to Neverwinter. I will tell you where Vol is, and you can save his life. I'm going to shimmy my position because uh, Magdor's talk must be a little bit muffled with my uh, muffin in his face, so to speak. And I'm going to like swing <laughs> around to where we're now. Uh, he's got me on the shoulders like uh, fighting chicken style at the pool. And I, I'm, I'm going to tap Magdor's head and go guide. Okay. And uh, I'm going to like uh, like reach my hand down uh or I'm gonna go like you're, you're the wiser one I think we should trust him for now and I'm gonna like whisper this to Vol or Dinox but uh obviously it's not gonna be too much of a whisper it's gonna be and besides once we save Vol if we need to we can still capture him well uh did I get a long rest? Yeah, you both did. Oh, cool. <laughs> I feel a lot better about this, actually. Uh, so I'm going to... Uh, what is the name of... Uh, There's like a super popular WWE uh, wrestler that was like very acrobatics. Uh, no bells? Oh, okay. Know. Okay. Uh, well, this is awkward. I'm just going to like uh, try to do like a front flip by pressing my feet uh, feet against Magdor's chest and then kind of kicking off, and uh, yeah, try the land. Of, yeah, cool. Uh, God bless. Say up. that twenty carries into that. Sim- it's just a flip. You know, it's nothing ornate. You can do that. I flip Magdor and then I pin him to the ground for the three count. No. Uh, ding ding <laughs> ding. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up all the, the guards with the bell. World champion. <laughs> I, I wish I remember who that person was. Anyways, uh, I'm gonna eyeball them. I'm I'm super naked. The only thing that's like around me right now is my arcane focus around my neck, and it's like. But you're Barbie dolled, you know, down there, right? So it's yeah. like no privates. And he, uh, once you hop off, now that your privates would be exposed, he says, "I am so sorry. I will, um, I will turn. You may. Um, I, I am so sorry." Magdor, we were hunting this fuck. But but he can help us save Vol. Would you please put I uh, I apologize, but um if we are to continue conversing What do you, you have them? You, 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 look, you the way you see me now is probably worse than what you see down there. <laughs> you and you are comfortable with this? I'm going to use disguise self and I'm going to produce a single finger uh, between my legs. It's a pointer finger. <laughs> and I go, ah, scary, huh? I apologize, but I cannot converse when there's. How is there? Oh, why is there a finger? Watch this as I squat down to pick up my cloak with the single finger. You do. <laughs> How uncomfortable can I make the DM? Yeah, and Sibsian just goes, I, I would like to converse, but I, I, I am very uncomfortable. Can't, can't you shapeshift too? 
I can do minor changes, yes, but nothing like that. <laughs> uh, I turn into uh, Charlemagne then uh, and go, Ah, brother, you're butt naked. Hello? Uh, Mira? Hello, it's been so long. For ten years, we thought we were the same copy of our father. But today, I find we are different. I have no brothers. Brothers. Solid. <laughs> Sorry, I'm he making a Malgus solid. He is, his life is in danger. He will be dead within <laughs> the two, or three, two or three hours. Uh, yeah, technically, uh, I was supposed to have a week, but, you know. As I like run and start to throw time frames, uh, God, <laughs> I know not what God you speak of, but they are planning to kill him unless they have the scroll at first light tomorrow. It's really scary because I'm totally breaking fourth walls as we speak, but Glenn is trying so hard to remain in character. Like, you are. Keeping you in it. Disney princess strong over at Disney World like you are like he could the legal team was watching with three different camcorders you did not break character at all and meanwhile I'm like hey uh, Pluto let's go smoke a joint Charlemagne my name is yes Sipsian do we have to give the scroll up to save all no, you do not. I do not. Uh, I. I am. Um, the scroll is of less importance than giving it up. You do not need to give it up to save your friend. I found out where he is. Why? Why do they want my scroll? I don't know. May I see Can it? He- I might be able to tell you if I know something. I'm adept at the the arcane arts. You see my neck snap over as I look over at Magdor and I mouth the words, he can fucking teleport. Don't. I I mean, you do not have to give it to me. I can, I can, um, I, I, if, if it will make you feel more comfortable, I could just see it. And if it is an artifact that I recognize, I could tell you. I start throwing on my cloak at this point. What about after? I, I could tell you why they are after it. I will not be able to talk to you afterwards. I can tell you where he is, and then I have to leave. But you can't help us rescue him. No, I have to maintain my cover within the organization. <sighs> I have been sheltered here by the Arcane Brotherhood. And he, he says, you know, the, the large tower on the north coast of the city? I... There is, that is the Arcane Brotherhood's tower, The and, and they have taken me in as a refugee, someone escaping persecution. And um, I have helped them by infiltrating the coin spinners. And All right. He, if this is okay. This information. If this is okay with Barry, here's what I propose. You are going to tell us where Vol is. And in return, we'll give you two days before we start hunting you. 
You are still going to hunt me? We have a job to do. Could you challenge the Arcane Brotherhood? You sure as I'll try. <laughs> Can I uh, try to take the coin that hopefully uh, Sibson was holding out? How would you like to do this? Just slowly reach for it and see if he tries to like hold it away like a child's toy that nope. he's very fond he of. Just flicks it. He flicks it away from. He flicks it as soon as you start to kind of reach for it. And he says, apparently this coin means nothing. You can have it back. I would never take a friend in. And you said I was a friend, Magdor. How do we know we can trust you? You don't, but your friend will be dead if you do not. Magdor, do we want him to roll a new character sheet? I don't know. In character what? over there, uh, Gaston. I want to do the right thing, but if you will not give me something in return that will allow me to live in peace, I cannot help you. Let me see that coin. Magdor, he's the very reason why we're... I, I tossed him the coin. He's the very reason why we're here in the first place. Technically, he's... Worth? Is it worth it to lose all? Who sent you? To lose your father. Don't say that. Isn't, isn't he your father? Don't say that, Magdor. That's not your right. This is a tense moment, and I do not know how to respond. Um, but who sent you to find me? I was simply told was there were people seeking me, and the only ones who seemed to ping, for lack of a better term, on my, on my radar were you. You do we realize... You were involved with the city guard, and you were looking for things... Magdor, you need to remember he's the same person. And like, I, I still got like a, a hand loosely towards uh, Simpson at this point. The same person who had a bunch of goons try to kill us. I sent no people to kill you. Why would I do this? I did not know you existed until yesterday. The bandits of Neverwinter. The bandits that patrol the roads and sometimes attack people that are traveling? Yes, I totally planned that. Uh, I'm going to look at him with a bit of bewilderment. Can I insight that? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I'm sure you're excited for me to... 16? Yeah, no, he did, didn't plan that. The ninjas that swooped down and shanked me right in the thigh, almost uh, Jim Carrey. Uh, I, like I start snapping that finger, Magda. What's that uh, Jim Carrey movie where the, he got two spears in both legs, kind of thing? I. Lie, lie. Nah, no, no, no. I don't think it's that one. Not the cable guy. Of the spotless mind. Oh, uh, I think we're getting warmer. Oh, no, I just farted. Um, Jack and Jill. Maybe. 
No, no. That's Adam Sandler. The the second one was with Nature Calls. Ah. Oh, it was uh, uh, um, Adventurer. Uh, Protective. Spade. Spade Ventura. No, King Ventura. Heart, heart. Heart. King of Heart Ventura. (laughs) Ace. Your friend is going to die soon. I need to know if you will (laughs) trade with me. I understand that this movie is very important to you, but I would like to. Very important. I need inspiration so I can drink more. We're trading a life for a life, then. Yes, that would be the deal. I will leave. It will be as if I never existed. You can say that I died. Or that you were simply not able to find me. I can't promise Vol won't try something. I did not capture Vol. I'm going to walk over to my obsidian dagger and I'm going to stare hard into it and I'm like a little guidance would be nice it's not what you wanted and in your head in a quiet voice a little bit of like a kind of like hushed whisper you hear what did I ask of you Uh, as the player, I don't want to screw this up because I don't want to upset her. Uh, can I remember what did she ask of me? I believe it was simply that you find him. Damn the pieces. Fuck. Uh, I just like, like when she says that, I you just I just start like saying the word fuck. Because it was, I believe it was like, find him and prove your worth. Fuck. I stand upright. I do a full 360, so I stay in the same spot. And then I do another 180 to, <laughs> <laughs> you know, why uh, it's called the Xbox 360. Uh, so I walk over to, uh, to Simpson. I go, you have a deal. And I reach arm forward. And he cautiously at first, uh, but then seeing your determination and your, like you were just straight up, steadfast forward about this, he reaches forward and says, good. I need an agreement from both of you. Unfortunately, I'm glad that you've come to see reason because I do not want your friend to die and I do not want to what? be brought back to Neverwinter. What is with Al's and needing Who said complete anything consensual about I assume that you are from Neverwinter. Some of your coinage is from Neverwinter. And he shakes the co- the a bag and then sets it, gives it back to you. And why would you be looking for me unless you were coming from the place that I had just fled? That's smart. All right, I'll make you a deal. Here, I'm going to shake his hand with the coin in the hand. Uh, friend coin? Yeah. Okay. 
Well, I can't promise Vol won't want to complete the job. This should at least get him off your tail if we do find you again. This means something from both of you? Yes. I didn't kill you immediately, did it? Did I? True. I will keep it. Just in case your friend Vol decides to get feisty and try and find me. I will try and reason with him as well. But I mean, his favorite his favorite hunt is elves, so just don't give now, him too much of a chase. The last bit of business before is. I tell you where Vol is, is may I see the scroll? I may be able to determine why they are seeking it. I don't give a damn about that scroll, Magdor. You do what you want. As I'm like sitting there like uh, I'm angry staring at, not angry at the Raven Queen, but angry that uh, I have misinterpreted uh, potentially uh, a message, an order from somebody who I respect higher than everything else. And it's causing a like third level chess move. Nothing too crazy, but enough to dupe me where I realize that I've tricked myself. I'm a fool at my own game. I am angry. <laughs> Can I ask you one thing? Of course. Can I have your word that I'll get it back? I do not need to hold it. I just need to see it. Oh, okay. Then I'm going to pull it out and just... Uh, do you mind if I touch it while it stays in your hand? Will I get it back? <laughs> I will not take it from your hand. Right. Go ahead. And he kind of like moves his hands over the runes and kind of like fiddles with a little bit of some of the moving mechanisms without he like moves them, but like moves them back and forth so that they end in the same position they were careful not to disturb its current state. And he says, oh, yes. This is a uh, dwarvish findings scroll. These are quite rare. I... Um, I now know why they seek it. They are quite selfish, always looking out for themselves. They 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 live under a veil of good faith and intention towards people, but they just they only care about themselves. In the end of it, they have uh, the veil is thin. It does not take long to get to the the dirty side of them, but they are not terrible. Just selfish. I do think once you find your friend Vol and report back that I've did, you did not find me here I uh, would recommend finding a way to protect this from magical scrying before you go Simpson there was a reason I needed to find you I don't know what that reason is anymore. You were told by your benefactor, I assume, somebody who paid you to come and find me. You could say that, yes, but I am a person of faith, if you will, and faith has driven me to you. Why? Maybe because because I was the only way you could save your friend. I do not know how you could have divined such details of the future, but I am the only way you could have saved him. 
I'm gonna look like I guess I was technically Charlemagne this entire time as mm -hmm. I like kind of slip uh, slip back into my changeling form. Uh, I'm gonna skip uh, actual you know half elf and I'm gonna go. Let us hope that's the reason. Yes. Yes. Uh, where where's Vol? Oh, of course. Um there is to the north of this town, if you leave, um a small house on the cliffside beaches. Um last I heard he was being kept in this house. Um it is a a roadhouse, if you will, a checkpoint, uh, a safe house for their organization. It is not very ornate or well protected, but there will be some people there, so I would expect resistance. I know that he is, that's the last place he was heard to be. Right. So, if you're right. north of we'll town, about two up. or three miles, go straight to the coast west, and then follow the cliffside, and you will eventually see it. Can we ask you for one more favor? It depends. How do we get out of here without alerting the guards? Oh, Actor, he pointed at... You did what? You did what? <laughs> As I dropped a voice and I turned my head. What? I took preemptive measures to make sure that we would be safe to talk in normal voices. You notice how at some point I was not whispering anymore. And he goes up to the door and you now know that it's not locked anymore. And he opens it and he says, see, I have put two chairs and they are sleeping. And they're just like sitting in the chairs, leaning against the wall, uh, like holding their spears in it. And he says, I have put them to sleep so that if you wanted to leave this way, you could. The ones out front are still awake because making them fall asleep would be a bit suspicious. But I would not imagine, as he closes the door, that it would be too long before those guards find that these guards are asleep. Um, but I would recommend the window. And keep the door locked. They will assume you have slept. And you are asleep. Until morning. Well, I did call you Solid Snake earlier, but it looks like we'll be the ones doing the sneak mission. Alright, how long do you think we have? Ah, uh, sunrise? Uh, and it's so you have three or four hours? Alright, so we better get going now. Absolutely, I will, I will do my best to remain hidden so that you, your claim of not being able to find me is well founded. Uh, why would... Lord Never Ember want you dead. Never Ember sent you? Oh. This has gone deeper. I it is spiraling. I thought this was a problem that was within my own former organization. I would ask never remember why he sent you ask him that question or I assume are you, 
It's possible that you may have already. Are you a part of the detachment of Drow? You speak of Bregan the Earth. I do. Formally. Why did you split off from them, if I may ask? I do not agree with the direction that the organization is going. And when you know too much, and you decide to leave, it seems as though their reach has no bounds. I did not know they could influence Never Ember so much. This is something we gotta figure out later, Nox. I think we have to go. I will give you something so you can contact me. It will not give you a a location, um, but I will be able to communicate with you. Yes, uh, what are your digits? I, uh, I, I only usually text. List. It is a small pebble known as a sending stone. I will give you one. Straight talk, version mobile. Uh, like, uh, I gotta be careful on the signal here. Coverage is terrible in some places. Oh, no, as long as you are on the same plane of existence, it's it, uh, the signal will be, will, be, will be clear. Ah, so Verizon. Okay, cool. I don't gotta pay the charge this thing, because these can get costly. You know that, right? I believe once per day you can use it. Oh, you got All the bare right. minimum plan. Yes. Most well, I guess. This way. All right, All I'm right, done fucking go. this up. I'm jumping <laughs> out the window. All right, um, and uh, as you hop out the window, you're standing in the windowsill. Um, what do you do, Knox? I look at. Uh, I look at Simpson one last time and say. See you soon. Or not. And he says, hopefully not. And he snaps his fingers as he smiles because, you know, they have pretty pronounced canines. Drow are pretty definitive looking. He smiles at you for the first time at both of you. Snaps his fingers and disappears in a swirl of shadow. Must have gone. What? I'm just kidding. Let's go. I push him out the window. And then you... And then you think again to look. You joked, look. but... You oh, yeah, for the scroll. I, I look. Yeah. yeah. You feel it? It's there. It's there. You can feel it I as I put... Out the window. I was say, as push I try to, try to shove him out the window. Uh, okay. I believe uh, it's a shove action, so... Yeah. The push or shove it's, is a... Uh, Athletics it's or acrobatics against athletics. Much like or, uh, sorry, athletics. It's my athletics. Yep. Against so, an acrobatics or athletics for Magdor. So you can yep. choose how you want to not fall. Uh, my my seven athletics versus his eighteen. Athletics or acrobatics. Acrobatics. Okay, so you he does push you, but you are able to like deftly hop outside the window and then just land quietly and simply. You don't go too far. It's just like you were gonna go, so you might as well just choose how you fell out the window. I thought you were gonna Charlie Brown me at first. <laughs> I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> roll for fall damage. Roll down. 
and you can see now now that you're outside it's very late so it's super dark but it's after the point that the bars have closed but not to the point where the sun started to kind of come up and you see uh, you can see now that you're standing out on this kind of like like roof that leads out it's like a porch that goes over the front uh, entrance area and um, you can hear the two guards out front underneath it talking <laughs> I'll be quiet. I'll uh, cast message. Backdoor con. Let's go sneaking. Okay, then we're going to head up to uh, how far we can. So go ahead and make a stealth check to get away from the hotel without being heard. Okay. From this. Uh, both if I, or? Can I uh, aloha more uh, my... Uh, Tunic into a uh, a skin tight uh, cat suit, if you will. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Uh, I don't think it you should give like me advantage. A, a spy onesie on. <laughs> yeah, basically uh, like a, a one piece uh, track suit, essentially. You're yeah. black. And uh, yeah, okay. Uh, you want a stealth check? Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. What's, what's the worst that could happen? That's the worst that could happen. Okay. Uh, what about you, Magdor? So, uh... 16. Man, that tracksuit makes me look stealthy as hell, doesn't it? Mm. Blend right in. Maybe, like, it should give me, uh... Okay, I got an eight. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so as you guys are going away, headed west, um, on the roof, you, um, hop off of the roof, leading down to a lower one, and then down, and... Magdor, you hop off onto a box. Uh, uh, Nox, you hop onto a metal trash can on accident. And it just makes a bit of a hear, Yeah, you hear the two guards up front go, hey, what's that? And then he's, and one of them goes, oh, I'll check. And so you hear footsteps as someone is going to be approaching here in the next few seconds. I cast Minor Illusion and I make it sound like there's a cat fight. <laughs> uh... Yeah, it sounds like a cat fight for sure. And I'll do that to try to but the uh, steps still start. Like it's gonna can keep coming. Okay. Uh, I look at Magdor, and uh, I say, Magdor, you're Hi. still visible. Like he could, if he comes around the corner, he's gonna see you. I'm gonna uh. use slip into shadow and get the hell out of there by uh, slinking into the darkness. How big's the box I landed on? That's big enough. You can hide behind it or something if you All want. All right, I'm going to get in it. Okay. Yeah, you pull that. You're strong. You pull it up. Some of the tacks need to be kind of like pulled out of the wood and you just hop in. Um, and yeah, narratively, there's no reason why. Um, and as soon as you kind of slip into the shadows, the cat fight kind of fades away um, as it kind of disappears. Uh, not suddenly, definitely gradually. And yeah, I you being slipped into the shadows, but still existing, um, see the guard turn around the corner. He's like, bloody cats. And then he just goes back. I think eventually, like, I would slip uh, back into existence right next to Magdor. He's in the box. Ah, I, w- I would be pressed against the box and I would go, meow. Meow, meow, meow. Fucking cats. 
Meow. We gotta go right meow, okay? Uh, Dave? I... I... I'm gonna push open the box and crawl out. Cool. And then, uh... Go, go to Nox and alright, which way is north? I don't have that feet. I really don't know. Alright, well let's just head out. But you know we you're know. on the south bank and there's a river that divides the city, so if you find the river and go to the other side of it, you'll be headed north. Need to cross the river. Okay. Well, we we know to the north, we know we're clear. I mean, I would know where clear light is, so I would know that's technically to the north as well. Uh, so I think on the north side of the south bank. Mm. Um, and technically, the inn is actually further north than Clearlight is. It was actually so, to the southeast from I think, the inn. I think it would be like safe to assume then that we'd have a general uh, bearing on like what direction it is to get to you know north towards this yep. safe house in the cliffs. Yep. Yeah, all you gotta tell me is that you uh, want to leave town north because there's like nobody else in town. There's like a couple guards walking around, but. The only four that were supposed to be looking for you or work you're guarding you specifically, two of them are asleep and two of them think you're in the room. So okay. I began doing the uh, like the world's slowest uh, equivalent of the dance move known as the worm. And I start slithering towards the north. You're going to worm through the town. There are still guards around. I do it for three feet and I say this is stupid. And then I start going. <laughs> I follow behind and agree. So what, what, this is dumb. Great. And then you head out of the town um, and uh, start to, so you just follow his, uh, Sipsian's instruction and head like north for three miles and then head to the coast and then go continue north on the cliffs. Or do you want to do anything else um, differently or how would you like to approach this supposed safe house? Uh, yeah, that's fine get up as close to it as we can without being seen. Right, like I'm doing like tree the tree kind of thing. Okay, so you are going to follow those instructions or like follow three miles north, then head west to the cliffs and then... Yeah, because we don't don't know what to... Yeah. Okay. So once you get... The cool thing about these cliffs is that there are patches of kind of like smallish trees and not a lot of rocks, but... The, sh- the, the cliffside is sheer like it is probably a 50 or 60 foot drop to the beach uh, looks like there's a little bit of a beach out there um, and uh, maybe a few caves and stuff down there kind of as you look over and continue um, but yeah. most of the trees here are not huge there's just patches of bush and it's pretty flat so probably about a mile away you can see the lights of a small house as you've kind of traced your way tree to tree bush to bush up this cliffside um, and you could presume that's it. He did say it was not a massive place, uh, not super nice, probably not well guarded, but still people. And you can see a few people moving around inside, couples sitting on the porch um, with lights on inside. Um, but they're active and it seems to match the location and description. But you're about a mile out. The last few feet, I immediately resumed the warm stealth of position saying, perfect. At the house, you think? Only one way to find out, Magdor. You're gonna worm up to the house? 
No, I'm going to do it for another three feet and I'll say this is okay. stupid and I'll get back up again. Can, how did you hide from that guard earlier? You never just try to hide and all of a sudden you just magically dissipate into shadows? No. Uh, Bless must your be heart, a, <laughs> No. Must be a changeling thing. Can you... Can you do it again? Sure. You want to wait an hour? So how do we get in? Well, I didn't think we were going to get this far before we needed to take a break from any particular reason. But uh, do I see how many guards do I see? Are they just like people? They don't look like guards. They don't have uh, a couple of them have like daggers um it looks like if you get close enough you can see that it looks like like a, a lodge or a cabin of some sort like people live here um there's some hunting weaponry inside on the walls but um no more than a couple short swords and some daggers for cleaning it looks like these are probably hunters that live here uh mm. live off the land they've got some they've got a little cropped uh plot set off to the side with some makeshift stone walls around it to keep the little critters out I'm gonna worm up to uh, Knox or wiggle up to Knox, and uh, I'm gonna look at him, look at them, and say, "Blast them, Magder." If there's one thing that we should lastly consider, these might just be regular hunters, and we could be being duped right now. Should we kill them in cold blood? My mind's telling me no, but my body, my body's telling me yes. And how about you blast them with? Tell you what. And I am going to pull out my light crossbow that I have never used a day in my life. But hey, I guess I still have it. You know, <laughs> hey, wow. <laughs> Where did this come from? And I, uh, how close are we? At this point, I'd say comfortably you got within about 200 feet. So you can still see things, you know, the lay of the land, hear distant conversations, but without stealthing more, you're going to have to, or to get closer to, 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 oh my God, to get more information, you're going Where you to have to, to do it. Do, 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 do. I like it. Yeah. We're, I'm in. Yeah. Uh, I think I would want to stealth to get within like maybe, uh, Let's say 100 feet just to see what happens. Maybe 60 feet. Okay. So which one would you like to do? 100 or 60? Let's do 60. Let's get within 60 feet behind a tree line or something like you that. You want to go, Magnor? Yeah, I'm following. You want to stay back. Okay. So both of you make stealth checks. <sighs> What's the worst? Uh, can I use my inspiration on this? Okay. Yes. Well, I didn't need it, but I got a 20. Nice. I got a 7. Great. Yeah. Um, there's a few times where Magdor is about to step like on a big ass, like dry piece of wood, like a long dry stick. And you just like keep him from stepping on them because you were doing such a good job stealthing for yourself that you help maintain that stealth with that good of a check. You're able to help him as well, like maintain silence. So there's a few sounds and you see uh, from Magdor. Um, but they're not loud enough to merit anyone going out. You see one of the guys on the porch 
uh, kind of look out and then just you see them write it off as like an animal or something, but they don't. So they do hear something, but they don't hear enough to deem it necessary to go check out. Um, it should be noted too, there is a male and a woman, a man and a woman on the front porch. And it looks like inside there is a younger teenage boy and um, like an older man. Knox is getting more hesitant about this with every uh, chance to get closer. And I'm going to message uh, Magdor at this point going, this just looks like a random family. Do you think we should just go up and talk to him? You know, every time that we've done something that's social interaction, I like to think that I'm the expertise in this, but it's more... I want to say it's more funnier when you go in, but Bull is on the line here. I... They're standing guard. They're not holding weapons. So if they're standing guard, they're doing a bad job. Uh, either of them, there. let's say, are they, either of them like smoking cigarettes, just kind of talking with each other. Yeah, they have pipes. They're, oh man, they're you know, my day job is care. terrible. Good thing I retire tomorrow. <laughs> kind of situation. It's like, ugh. I was two days from retirement. <laughs> uh, one last thing I want to test out. Uh, I am going to try to cast message to Volt. Is it? It's just. What is the range on it? 120 feet. Doesn't connect with them. Can I interpret that as a way to realize that he's not within range? He's not. Yeah. He's not within 120 feet of you in any given direction in a bubble. And I try to cast message. Really? Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, it doesn't work. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) I try to cast message. Realize the bull is not in this house. And I look over at Magdor. I look at the house again. I look at Magdor and I'm going to Aloha Mora myself. Yes. You have to point your finger towards a creature within range. So you can't even target him unless you can point at him. You can cast this spell through solid objects if you're familiar with the target and know it is beyond the barrier. Oh, okay. What about one foot of stone, inch of metal? Yeah. So yeah, it still doesn't work. Or three feet of wood. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. I can't tell if you're giving me like red herrings at this point, uh, whether or not to interpret this as full not being in this house. It is absolutely me just trying to make sure that I don't give you false information. No red herrings. I tend not to do that. They don't look armed. What do you say we just go up and talk to them? Magdara, you stay here. And I'm going to Aloha Mora and turn into a half elf uh, form, my form. And I am going to leave my light crossbow next to Magdor. And I'm just going to start to walk nonchalantly up to them. Sweet. Two crossbows. <laughs> Too bad you only have one hand. 
Could you, you do hook it into the nubs? Dual wield feet. Uh, you might need cross. You might need. The, I think you might need the crossbow expert feet because otherwise you they have the loading property that sort of thing. Anyway, oh, yeah. so you leave the safety of this you know well hidden position and start walking towards them. About thirty feet away, they they kind of turn up and say, "Oh, hello, traveler, coming from the city," and they continue to smoke their pipes. I'm going to uh, cast light uh, from my hand just to give uh, some visibility upon myself, just to show that I'm unarmed and not a threat. And I go, uh, yes, I was told I was uh, meeting a friend up here. Uh, forgive me, I'm a little lost with directions. Uh, have you seen... You don't get many visitors, but... I'm looking for a, a Goliath. Noble Goliaths around here. I think if you go further into the mountains, you may be able to find one. And um, at that point, the door kind of swings open as you see an older man who looks like probably one of these two people's father. Yeah. Um, as if maybe they're married and that's one of their dads. And then there's a kid, but the kid has a different colored hair than any of them. And he runs out and he's got a he's got like a toy sword and he says, Halt! Invader! And he's probably eight or nine years old. So Last don't time. I'm gonna say don't cast Firevolt. Okay. I go. Not today. Uh are you what is the name of this group? The Queen Coin Spinners. Are you friends the Queen Spinners? Um, in that moment, you say, you see, um, the, all of the adults look kind of confused, but the kid goes, what's a coin spinner? I have this dopey ass look on my face as I realized that we were this close to potentially obliterating a random family home. And I kind of like stop and I'm going to point behind me and say, I don't think this is the right place. Yeah, get out. No coin spinners here. <laughs> ah! And then he hits his grandpa in the shin and in, in, in the, or at least the older man. Um, and the kid's like, oh, you brat, I'll get you for that. And he chases him back in the house. Five gold, I'll take him out. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I know you didn't say that. That's fine. I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, may I sit? May I what? Sit. Are you, oh, you're talking to them. Sorry, I thought yes. you were talking to me. And I was like, yeah, oh, of course, come on up. And they, they pull out one of the chairs off to the side and they sweep it off. I had some like leaves on it because, you know, ball. And uh, and they set it off to the side and they pull theirs off and they say, please sit. Would you like some tobacco? A pipe? At this point, Knox is crying. Knox uh, has been frustrated uh, trying to follow 
Magdor tried to follow the law, tried to follow Sipson at this point. And so far it's led to nothing but dead ends. And Nox is crying. They're frustrated. They're sad. Sit, sit, sit. What's wrong? I'm missing my dad. Your father's missing. He's been gone for the whole day and I can't find him. Oh. He's been kidnapped. I've been told left and right. Kidnapped? Oh, come now. Our boy lost their father and we adopted him. Surely somebody will take you in. It doesn't. Street rat on the city. And I look at them and you see that the chair that I'm sitting on, the arm suddenly turns to ash as I look and I say, he's probably dead. At this point, it's obvious that they don't know what to say to you. And you just incinerated the arm of one of their chairs. And they're oh, yeah, oh, yes. too. And they're very like, like, they're like, whoa, we don't want any trouble. And they and, step back and move towards the door. And they're like, you can just sit there as long as you want. But I've heard that too when he said he's probably dead. Oh, yeah. You're like 60 right. feet away. You're hearing this. At this point, I'm, I'm running up. I, wh- what do you mean he's dead? Nothing. And at this point, both of them are like holding their pipes with their hands in the air. And you see inside now, the kid is like hiding, huddled in a corner with the grandfather. And, uh, the kid's still holding his sword and he looks resolute, but all the adults look very worried about everything that's happening right now around their little cottage. Do they not have Vol here? <laughs> no, Mag. Nobody. We don't have anybody. And at this point, like, I, I, I'm probably falling off the chair, like, both hands on the porch. And you see that they're like, Singe marks are coming from the hand at this point as I'm starting to lose control over my ability and I'm starting to freak out and don't burn the house down, please just leave. Agdor, get me out of here. Don't you think it's kind of weird that they're up this late? I look at Magdor. And losing rationality, his words, my character flaws, I believe whatever somebody I trust. And I look at him and I go, they're lying. No, can you can you do me a favor? And I'm going to kind of, no, no, I'm, I'm looking at Knox and be like, come here. I'm going to whisper in Knox's ear. Do you have a minor illusion? You want me to do? Throw the scroll off the cliff. I'm going to reach into Magdor's uh, fur cloak. I'm going to cast Minor Illusion and pull out what looks like the scroll in my hand. And I'm going to say... Wait, what are you doing with that? I don't 
think this is gonna do us any more good. And I am going to walk towards the cliffside. Clearly it's like bewildered. You're 40 feet from where you're currently standing, but you could easily throw it over the edge if you wanted. And uh, thank you, Glenn, for giving us uh, some flexibility on a minor illusion and all that stuff. I understand. <laughs> yeah, it can look like it if anybody touched it. You're just holding your hands like this, I assume. And then it's there. So, yeah. And I'm going to make the motion of spear tossing this thing into the ocean. No, no we, we need that. And uh, they all of the people look very confused as you do this. But then as you throw it and it falls over the edge, the kid who is being like protected by the older person opens the door and saunters out and he says, now you've done it. What? That was going to save his life. And the, Who's parents, life? The, the older people are like, what are you talking about? And he just snaps his fingers and both of them just kind of like department store doll kind of like straighten up. And he says, that was your friend's ticket. And now we're going to have to kill him. You're going to stand there and tell us everything you know as I turn around and cast suggestion on him. No. Wait, what's what's the save for that? <laughs> uh, 14? Well, I didn't hear a dice roll, so I'm guessing it's a 15 you just rolled. Oh, no. I rolled the dice, but I thought you had said 14 before. Yes. Okay, cool. My, my memory was correct. And he goes, now, I'm not going to tell you anything. You're going to go down there on the beach and get that scroll back for me. And then I'll tell you whatever you want to know. Agdor, magic is not going to influence him. Oh, but my hammer will. Yes, it will. Sure, hit me. You'll never find him. Kill me. Do it. And you can tell this is is like a nine-year-old kid, but he's just hard as fuck. Like, <laughs> they weren't lying when they said they adopted a kid from the streets. Um, and he says, listen, I want that. Well, not me, but... We want that. You want your friend. Just give us the scroll, man. It's that easy. You, you go get the scroll. Show us our friend. Uh, I'll, I'll show you your friend when you hand me the scroll. How about that? I'll even go down to the beach with you. We'll get it. Where's our friend being held? I'm not going to tell you until I have the scroll. He's not here. Hold the cards right now. Oh, he's here. He's somewhere nearby. But nearby is kind of a relative term, isn't it? The town's nearby. The ocean's nearby. What's the scroll made out of? Uh, it's metal and ceramic. Mixed. Mixed medium. Ox. Sorry. I didn't say that. Mary. I've got another idea. And I'm going to reach into my clip. I was say, uh, Knox does not say anything. Uh, they're looking forward off the cliff, trying to figure out whether or not they're going to kill a child tonight. Yes, yeah, so you I, threw it. But now that you're looking that direction again, you can see that there's a path that you didn't recognize before since you don't have dark vision. Now that you're looking there for a more prolonged amount of time, there is a path that leads to what looks like a pathway down. But, Magnor. I'm going to start reaching into my cloak. Pull out the scroll. Ah, 
Look at the kid. You cheeky monkey. Nice, give me. No. First you take us to our friend. I have the scroll. Fine, you've got the scroll. Let's go. And All he right. says, follow me. And uh, he heads towards where you're at currently, Knox, and walks past you and says, just down the hill here. Cliff, more like, but just stay close. It's a pretty tight path. If you fall, you're dead. So, um, and he kind of goes out. And as you fall, do you follow him? As you fall, I, like that path? I I do. Knox knows this is a trap 100%. Uh, Knox has tears still running down their face. And I think Knox is going to take out his dagger, their dagger. Cool. Are you saying that? Hesitate. If you went straight down, you wouldn't have seen that hesitation, I don't think. Okay. Yeah, his uh, his intentions are known only shoot. Their intentions are only known to them as they waited to go down last. Um, the kid walks down there. He's still holding that like wooden sword, um, and he puts it in like a little leather loop on his belt. Uh, walks down. It kind of switchbacks down. Uh, very oddly, if you watch the, if you looked at this from the side, you probably wouldn't see this path. You can only see it from above, as <coughs> it uses the natural features of the cliffside to move organically down the cliff um and eventually it comes down and there's like like i said along the beach it's not the beach is probably only 15 20 feet in some places other places it goes out to 60 or 70 kind of ebbing with the tide and the, the shape of the cliff and the shoreline um and there's some caves you can see along it and he says okay so you lied uh through the scroll in an attempt to try and get me to come out which i did Bravo. Um, I take the scroll now and I tell you where to find your friend. I'm going to look back at Knox. How far down are they at this point if I haven't moved? Oh, you just stayed at the top? Uh, Probably for a little bit, yeah. Now it is like, like 70 or 80 feet up from the shore to the top of the cliff. And it's switchback, so it's probably if you were trying to map out how long it would take you to get down, it's probably about two hundred plus feet, right around two hundred feet of movement to get down this cliffside. I think at this point I would be looking down the hill, uh, this cliffside, and I would say the words "prosive" in my head as the crow out of its pocket dimension rematerializes back into my shoulder. And I'm going to take uh, the blade and I'm going to lightly run it down from where my wrist first had the rune and just run it a little bit longer. I say, my blood is yours as I give blood to the dagger. And I am Cut. going to, yeah. I mean, so you're cutting your wrist? Uh, just, just running a little bit down just to give it an extra extension. I'm trying to offer uh, some kind of light sacrifice to uh, my patron. Um, yeah, you cut yourself. 
in order to try and, you know, say your patron, give them something you think they, you think that they want, you know, you know, a little bit of a sacrifice of yourself for them. Um, and the cut itself burns and you hear in your head, do not hurt yourself. I have always said that your safety is the most important thing to me. And if you harm yourself again, it will be more than a searing pain. Speaking of the character, this reminds me of a scene from the second book, uh, I believe, of the Twilight series. Uh, if you guys remember the scene where Bella jumps off the cliff, only for Edward to save her at the last second. Uh, sorry for making a parody of that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, mother. And you look down at your wrist, kind of where, as you apologize, and that the cut itself, as it sears, like, kind of, like, evaporates, and the, the cut is gone, and you have not taken damage from this. <sighs> well, apparently, giving myself to you is a little bit more complicated than I thought. Sometimes... <laughs> I misread the signals, you know? <laughs> I'm going to, uh... Brandon, you keep freaking me out every time you do that, and it messes with me every single time. For the audio listeners, he keeps, like... He's been wearing this crocheted beard, and all he shows is, like, the top of his teeth, and it just looks like he's a woodchuck at this point, and it's messing with me hardcore. Uh... As a player, I have no idea what to do here. Like, uh, you're standing along. Have you? At this point, it's you're about between the path and the distance that they've moved out on the beach. You're about 250 feet away of movement, but only about 100, 115 feet, 110 feet away from like actual distance. So far, uh, this episode, I've felt a sense of powerlessness that I've been trying to gain some kind of control over any step of the way that I can, and so far, it's, uh, backfired, essentially, so, like, as, uh, the character, it's like, I have absolutely no control of the situation, and I realize that, uh, I've been trying to do everything to make sure that Magdor, A, keeps a scroll, which I do not care about. Uh, Nox <laughs> gives no shits about this scroll. Which is understandable given the character, uh, but at the same time, does not believe for a single second that once this scroll uh, is exchanged, Vol is going to come back safe. And so Nox doesn't know what to do. Uh, I think Nox is going to stay up there. Okay, Nox stays up there and he says, I'm not giving you the, I need this, or I mean, I need the scroll, but I don't, why is he staying up there? He does his own thing. Uh, it's kind of freaking me out. He's a little weird up there. Uh, he's, he's a little strange, but he's got a good heart. Hey, so you give me the scroll and I uh, show you where Vol is. You show me? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to hold the scroll out for a second. Hand it to him. 
then let me know when you let go. Sit there for a second, yeah. Hey, and then let go. Come on, man. Okay, thanks. Go in that cave. And he points to the cave nearby where there's a little bit of, uh, like there's a little bit of kind of a, a bay on the beach where the water kind of runs in, uh, but the water doesn't go all the way into the cave. It just kind of comes out front. He's like, right there. He's inside. You guys made this super weird. He starts to walk south to, down the beach. Uh, before he gets too far away, I'm going to use heat metal on, on a scroll. Do you have to be able to see it? Yeah. Did he hide it? He is. He's. Uh, he put it in his cloak, or he was going to just be holding it, looking at it, since he's walking away from you. Uh, not the meta game. Yourself or something. Uh, didn't he say that he was going to show Orville is? He's only shown a cave so far. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah, but he didn't show Vol. <laughs> All right. Uh, he's not a devil, so he can't like hold him to like a, a power contract or anything like that. But uh, unless Knox um, is uh, we'll say he's about four feet away from you now, forty feet away, just walking down, walking down the shore. I'm just gonna kind of look down, say there's nothing I can do. Look up at uh, Knox. Could I could I yell loud enough that Knox would hear? Mm-hmm. All right, I'd be like it would sound kind of quiet, but you would hear it. All right, I'm gonna look up and see. Done. Go. That's not. I didn't hear what you said. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was like, what did you say? Do you speak Dwarven to me again? It's done. Let's go. I don't see Vol, so I keep an eye across the cliff looking down at this kid scaring across the sand. Kid's just walking. All right. It's about 80 away now. Walk into the cave. Hey, you walk into the cave, um, and you see... Uh, what looks like um, like it goes in and there's like a cave like tunnel that kind of turns and twists a little bit, but eventually it comes to this open uh, room that has several exits um, and a single like hanging lantern in the room. And in one corner of the room is a cage uh, that looks like it's open, an open unlocked cage door open um, and like a chest that's been flown open and there's nothing in it. There is a, a table with uh, two chairs next to it. Nobody's at them. And then a couple. I think there's uh, an exit to the right or a, sorry, a tunnel exit to the right and another one to the left. And then there's like three exits from that main cavern. All right. Is there anything in the cage? Nope. Anything in the chest? No. So you said there were two exits still? Uh, no, other than the yeah, two exits other than the one you came in. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm going to look around the room and see if there's anything else I can notice. All right. So go ahead and make a check of whatever type you'd like to do. So if you want to like look for secret traps, if you want to try and do a perception check to find something specific, um, um, just choose what I'm you'd just, like to do. 
I'm just going to look around and see if there's anything that looks like Vol's. That it's something that looks like it would have belonged to Vol? Okay, yeah. go ahead and make a perception check. Yeah. Um, and Nox, what are we doing? Just He's been out of sight for now about five minutes and the kid's gone. If I would have saw him go out of sight, I would have told uh, Krosev to follow him. Krosev does that. How long and do you I will want Krosev to follow him? Just follow him uh, until he disappears from sight. Like he walks into a building or just otherwise gets out of uh, Krosev's uh, view. Because Krosev's not perfect, you know, perception and all. Yeah. Follow him until you can't see him anymore. <laughs> like, sure. I, I respect that. Uh, yeah. I rolled an 18 for percent. Cool. Was there anything else you wanted to do? He's out of sight. Krosev's following him. You're just going to stand on top of the, uh, the uh, cliff or did you want to go back to the house? Do you want to go down the cliff or are you going to just stay there? I think I would go back and uh, feeling a little guilty, uh, check on the family. Um, the family is all like just still standing like at attention, kind of blankly staring forward. The grandfather is inside kind of just like looking outside. Like he was confused because he they were all kind of wary of what was going on. But he's now just once again standing inside, just looking deadpan. No direction. <clears throat> they said that there was a drow that could convince people to listen to him and do what he says. I'm just saying this out loud uh, to myself as I'm like looking at him. Uh, and it's like enchantment. Purely magic. And like, I'm going to try like to lift an arm or whatnot just to do the usual test. I'm assuming they don't respond to anything I do. Nope. They do like, they're not like rigid. So they're, they're standing purposefully. But like, if you move their arm, they'll move it. And then they'll just like... It doesn't, like, flop back down. They just, like, move it back to the same position. Do I see anything that belongs to this kid? I mean, you can do a check inside of the house. The house is very simple. If you kind of open the door, it's got, like, a couple beds, a couple dressers, some cleaning table where they look like they clean their food. I got a four. I don't see anything. I, don't I think. mean, it's, there's not much to see, honestly. Uh, you couldn't have missed anything if you wanted to <laughs> in there. It, it okay. doesn't require a roll to see that there's nothing in this place <laughs> aside from that. Uh, shell companies as I uh, start running down like I start, I keep randomly shooting fireball in the air like every six seconds so like just to burn off extra rage as I uh, run down to uh Technically, I don't know if I even saw where which cave uh, Magdor went into. You did see where the kid pointed and Magdor walked in the same direction when he went towards whatever. Plus, I, I guess if it was in the sand, it would be safe to see say that there was footprints. Uh, yeah, it's not been long enough for the tide to rise and cover those up. Yeah, you see mm, exactly where it went. Uh, these are very large, heavy. Oh, there's a drop of alcohol. Yep, these are Magdor's. As I uh, go into the cave uh, with uh, just trying to find Magdor at this point, I'm still convinced the Vol is not here and this was a complete trap uh, after what I feel like I was bamboozled by Simpson at this point. So I'm just kind of like, 
Magdor. Hi. You see anything? I don't know. I rolled an 18. <laughs> yeah, you do find something in the ground in the sand when he yells this in, when you hear uh, them yell at you from outside. Are you continuing to walk in as you yell in? Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay, I just didn't know if you like stopped outside. So cool. Uh, as you continue in, but you reach, uh, you're kind of like checking in the sand, and in the sand around the uh, the uh, the cage, you actually find what looks like something that was like an impromptu lockpick was was fashioned, um, and it's broken, and it was buried in the sand. Uh, just it was, it fell in the sand, and some sand fell over it. You find it, and you're like, this may be how he got out. Whoever this may be how he got out. Whoever was in this cage may have used this to get out of said cage. Whether or not it was Vol, meh. Are you caught As up you to arrive. me now, Nox? Yeah, I guess I'd be walking up to your side, just looking around, saying, "I hear Magdor. Like usual. We, we gotta keep going. I'll let you pick, left and- or right." And as you say that, you're like, oh, we got to keep going. I'll let you pick. You hear what sounds like movement from the southern tunnel, as if someone uh, kind of accidentally, like, scraped the wall with something, you know, it, something touched, like, hit the rocks in there. Did yeah, Megdor take... Enough, and let's go the other way. Did Megdor take my uh, crossbow? We'll say you picked it up. I, I picked it up. When I yeah, said, ooh, two crossbows, I picked it up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll grab it from him if uh, he'll let me uh, load up a crossbow uh, a bolt and I'm going to cast a light on it and then I'm going to shoot it down that tunnel. So you both are looking down this tunnel as you shoot that down there to try and get sight on this or what are you? I know yes. That's what you're doing, Nox. Magdor, are you kind of keeping an eye out as well? I'm going to look through the other tunnel. With- okay. Yeah, you don't hear anything coming from the other tunnel um, at all. And you shoot this, and it looks like the tunnel kind of curves off. So it bounces off a wall about like 20 feet down as it curves a little bit to this, you know, a different direction. So if you wanted to seek that sound out, you may have to go a little further in. There's nothing over on this side. How about you? Do I see any tracks that look like they could be of a Goliath or a human that lead uh, into these tunnels? Survival check. I'm going to try to mimic uh, Vol to see if I can't do the last bits of my training with him. Uh, but I got I got a seven. I'm rolling bad now. You do see what what you do see is that there are tracks all over here. Um, the most recent ones are to this southern chamber, um, but. Uh, uh, they're they're all over the place. Um, some of them look a little larger, but none of them look definitively Goliath, you know, just because it's sand, you know, it's a little harder to tell. But definitely somebody has been down this tunnel recently. You want to take the left one and I'll take the right one? I think we should probably both go down the same one. Okay. Let's head down this tunnel. We heard the noise. Nox is, uh, 
Nox is clearly defeated at this point and uh, just kind of like ends the light spell on the bolt. Uh, doesn't bother to retrieve it and uh, just kind of follows uh, somberly behind Magdor. Um, yeah, you head south uh, through the southern tunnel, the one where you heard the sound. Um, and you get to the end of it, it kind of like snakes for a little while. Um, and you don't find anything. It looks like they're, um, on the, on the sand, there are some impressions on the sand as if somebody had used this place to put a bedroll down at one point, And there's a little, uh, bit of the remnants of an ashes of a fire that's long been put out. It's not even sort of warm anymore. Um, but that's the only thing that's in the end, a small chamber at the end, probably another 15, 20 feet down. <clears throat> I think at this point, uh, <laughs> the color of my skin starts to look uh, kind of blue at this point, just like as I slowly uh, creep into what feels like a bit of a depression. And I'm just like slowly just kind of like melding away. And we we heard something here. Did, uh, I did. Did you? Maybe, Magdor. <laughs> What's there's, the point? There's got to be something here. So you said we're in a room, right? Yeah, it's like at the end of a, it's like a, the end of a tunnel that's, you know, a little wider than the entry tunnel. There's got to be something here. Uh, check under the bedroll. Uh, I'm going to search the walls. The sand is matted down as if there was oh, something. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you can do some checks around the room, see if you can find anything of note for sure. Yeah. I, li- I listen to him and I like uh, walk over, dragging my feet in the sand as I cast Minor Illusion to create a bedroll to lift up. I look under and go, nope, he's not under here. <laughs> he's eoring right now. <laughs> I'm going to kind of look around the wall and the floor and see if I can see anything that like fell or seems out of place. Okay. That be exception. Yeah. And I was gonna say, can I help him? But it doesn't matter. Uh, five. Five. Uh, it's not hard to see the weird thing that's out of place because all of the rocks in here um, seem to be sand. There's not really just rocks. Um, and when you get a little closer to, because like I said, it goes, it went to the south and then turned a little bit. Um, and where it turned, it kind of went immediately and turned into that chamber. Right near the place where that tunnel enters into this chamber, you find on top of the sand a rock that looks like it was not just dropped. It didn't fall off. It wasn't falling from the ceiling. It and the reason why you notice this is because you know how like when you chuck limestone at something it leaves residue like it leaves sure. a mark for, on there or whatever basically you can see that this thing hit something very recently so it was probably thrown what's the matter Magdor what are you looking look at? a rock I cast Firebolt at the rock. <laughs> it's in his hand. <laughs> it's only about this big. I rolled a 12. Egg. Do I hit the rock? And it, 
it, yeah, you hit the rock. You knock it out of his hands, and it no longer has the mark from before. It's now just uh, uh, charred. And it gets knocked <laughs> out of your hand. And when it hits the wall, it makes the same sound that you heard from here previously. What, what kind of sound was it? The sound now you know of a rock hitting the walls of these tunnels and echoing a little bit. It's probably a trap, Magdor. They probably threw it to lure us further in so they could trap us to our death. But that's who okay. Who threw it, though? If you think about who threw it, where did they go? Probably in the other tunnel, Magdor. All right, let's go check. <laughs> if that's what you want, does it really matter, though, Magdor? So you head back, Magdor. Actually, b- before I head back, I'm going to grab uh, Mary by, I guess, her hips, because I don't know if I can reach her shoulders. Who's Mary? I'm going to grab her and I'm going to look up. Alone. I'm going to say, listen, we have to we have to find out if Vol is alive or dead. Because I don't know about you, but... Not knowing is worse than knowing for me. Because I can't imagine letting a friend sit and suffer waiting for us. If it's a trap and we die, then it's likely Vol's dead too, and what's the point for any of us then? I think we need to keep going and try to find him and if he's dead I'll kill you myself if you want I look down and I say nah I'll kill you first I'd like to see you try (laughs) we've already tried it once it didn't go well for you no our spar match was very very discombobulated you had the edge but we should follow. It's just a phase, Magdor. I'll be fine. All right. Well, let's phase into something else and go. I don't know what that means. What is phasing? You like turn into somebody? Somebody a little less. Uh, you. Does that mean I can turn into a new personality? I look at, I, I, like, I'm like completely uh, 90 degrees and like, I kind of like look off all like creepy, like looking at him. Are you sure? Why don't you try? Lohomora. <laughs> As uh, it turns into uh Adventuring gear a la Indiana Jones style, and I will turn into my mountain dwarf uh, persona. Uh, I have it spelled as F A U T, fought, and then B U S T E R D, busted. I will turn into fought to busted, and I go, I, I know these mountains like. The back of my hand. Let's go find Vol. 
Yeah, let's go find Vol. Uh, I'm just going to start marching off. You wouldn't know your way around the back-ass side of an anthill. Why would you be here in a mountain, boy? To look for a friend? I we've gone into trinier places, but we'll get them. Follow me. As I pull out my rapier that I do not have, I just pull an invisible rapier, uh, and uh, I'll start marching. It's like some kind of like this is uh, I believe in the stage of grief. This is denial. Uh, so uh, Bustard is gonna charge forward, uh, waddling as uh, fast as I can, and uh, he's gonna tap uh, this non-existent uh, hat. Well, I guess, you know, maybe the clothes can create some kind of hat. I'm gonna try to create, uh, using a light to create some kind of, like, headlamp. Mm-hmm. Glenn's like, okay, whatever, we'll do whatever you want. Just keep moving. Uh, whatever you want. Yeah. It's all you, man. You guys are the players. I'm gonna, shit, this is lovely. I'm gonna start walking, but then I'm gonna pick up the sprint. And then I'm going to try to go into a full-on sprint into the other tunnel. Just sh- uh, shouting, I am the king of the mountain, and there's nothing you girls can do about it. You do that. I do that. <laughs> into the northern <laughs> tunnel. Uh, and you charge in with your makeshift magical headlamp and see nothing. Once again, but there is another chest that has been opened and uh, and emptied. Fuck! It didn't work, Magdor. I don't know anymore. I'm going to look squinty eye at this open chest. Uh, Do I see anything that makes it uh, chesty like? Uh, Does it look suspicious? It looks like a chest. I'm going to cast Firebolt at it because at this point I don't care. I cast Firebolt at worse things. Yeah, you start to it starts to burn. Catches on fire. I'm going to shout. Hello! Uh, to the echoes. The echoes respond in your voice in echo. I'm going to walk back to the central chamber and just leave him to <laughs> do what he's doing. Okay. Yeah, you get back to the central chamber as he screams. Hello! Hello? My roommate is basically yelling, so give me a second. It's okay. I'm yelling too. Hello. I know, but it's so loud that it's coming through on my mic. Anyway, um, I, I'm shouting uh, at this point just out of like pure defiance. Uh, I knew I heard something in this room, but I don't see anything. Oh, this room <sighs> you didn't hear anything from. Oh, wh- which tunnel did we go down the, the, the rock with? Oh, really? I thought that we did the opposite. Terrible. No, you went down the one where you heard the sound first. Oh, well, shit. Uh, I made it the connection. It that the rock was the sound you heard hitting the wall. Hmm. Yep. Remember, you firebolted it out of its hand, and I said the rock hits the wall, which is now you know the sound that you heard before. <laughs> I'm going to march right back into that room again. Uh, full sprint. 
But I... So, Magdor, yeah, you go back to the central chamber and he charges right back past you <laughs> into the southern chamber. <laughs> what are you going to do? I got gotcha. you. Uh, I'm going to sit in the cage. You sit down in the cage. <laughs> We're like prisoners of our own devices. We're trapped. We can't leave. And then you go to the southern chamber where you heard the sound. Now remembering that this is where it came from and it's exactly as you left it. Okay. Uh, at this point, I'm going to spread Eagle face first into the sand. And I'm just going to do a, a sand angel just for good measure because the, uh, no one's looking. Uh, anyways, uh, then I get upright and uh, I'm going to use minor illusion to mimic that sound again. You make the sound again and Magdor, you hear the same sound come from the southern chamber. I'm hearing that sound. I'm going to walk up and go back. Does the room sound like uh, it's making the same echo as the other room or does it seem like this echo is louder? I mean, if you mimic that sound, it's the same sound. So exactly. If, the I, same. if I throw the, the charred rock when I pick it up, uh, do I see anything notable about it? I mean, not anymore. You hit it with firebolt. <laughs> It's a little smoked. It's you hit it with a thing that can kill people. It's like shooting a rock with a gun. It's going to leave it different. And this charred it so badly that there was a mark that was just from it hitting the wall when it was thrown. But that mark was light enough that it was knocked off by the the charring is all. So nothing Uh, more notable than any other rock other than the fact that it's charred. Do I see anything on the wall, uh, like any of the walls here at this point that I see uh, what looks like uh, where it could have hit? I'm going to um, try to uh, fucking algebra this shit, trigonometry. Um, if it was thrown from within the room, uh, it doesn't look like it hit anywhere that you can see. Magda's going to get mad. He's going to start just swinging his hammer at the wall. Like, why are you making noise when there's nobody in here? Start hitting the wall with his Magdor, hammer. What's your passive perception? Uh, 13. 13. So the check you made, Tyler, was perfect. It was just not in the right place. Magdor, as he's hitting the wall, realizes that the rock may have been thrown from outside of the room as he looks and sees that exact mark you were looking for in the tunnel leading in. So somebody threw it from out here or somewhere available to throw it, and then it hit the wall and bounced into the chamber. So let's say hypothetically, you know, paint me a pretty picture. Main room with uh, the open jail door is room A. Uh, room that we thought we heard the sound in was uh, tunnel slash room B and then the room that had a empty chest in it was room C could you mm-hmm. describe what it, uh, Magdor is piecing together here he is hitting the walls in the tunnel leading to room B where you thought you heard the sound going ah I'm mad that I you know why are you making noise and while he was hitting the tunnel walls he saw the mark further down the tunnel where if a rock was thrown it would have made that and then bounced into the room where you found the rock 
I wouldn't know this, so this, this is technically Magda's information. So, no, but that's good. It's good for the, the theater of the mind. I want to. I'm glad that you had me clarify so that it's clear for you and the listeners. So I so, noticed this mark on the wall, then, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh mm-hmm. shit! The rock was thrown from outside the room, not inside. Who threw the? I'm gonna. I'm still mad, so I'm just getting off. Like. There's a mark from the rock. Who threw the rock when we were here? We heard the sound. Look. How tall is this cave system? Nothing crazy. At its highest points, maybe nine, ten feet, maybe. But most of the tunnels are probably seven feet tall. So if I were to walk back to Magdor, looking around, including up, I wouldn't see anything that's uh, remarkable? Well, I mean, you'd see that mark that I just told Magdor he saw. (sighs) Well, as he's charging towards you now, angry. <laughs> as a player, I know there's probably a puzzle here. As the character, I'm completely clueless and I must act out Thuz. <laughs> Magda is algebra facing. <laughs> uh, angrily. Angrily, beating the shit out of a wall. Uh, I'm going to spend this time to... Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start out of desperation. I'm gonna start uh, doing different things at this point. Uh, I'm gonna start working on detect magic. It's my first one, so I'm gonna start doing that immediately. Are you gonna do it as a spell or as a ritual? Let's do it as a spell if I can. Just immediately, just cast it so yeah. I can sense any kind of magic. Yeah, you uh, pop it. There's no magic. All right, no, I'm. <laughs> I Magdor, there's no magic. You, I, I know there's no magic. It's a cave. Um, you do your MC Hammer thing. I give up. As I also go inside the uh, the 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 fucking uh, jail cell, and I I close the door on me. Uh, close the door and just lock myself in at this point. It locks and there's no keys around, so you're not locked inside the cage. <laughs> Magdor, I'm in timeout. I'm going to walk back and see him in the cave. Why did you do that? Because I've been a bad boy. I'm not really a mountain dwarf. I'm just a hill dwarf. There's nothing wrong with being a hill dwarf. we're, We're in the mountains. Glenn, if there's something you want us to do, I don't think we're uh, going to do it. <laughs> you guys just like do what you want. Your characters make the choices, man. Sure. Uh, I'm going to leave you here for now, and I'm going to see if I can figure something out. Wall was here. Well, maybe. Someone threw that rock while we were here. Where did it come from? Now that I have you in the cage, I can talk to you. I just uh, shift right back into uh, half health for him. Just uh, still wearing like oversized clothing at this point. It looks like a giant uh, leotard on me. Uh, if I was full, I wouldn't be here. And I certainly wouldn't have thrown a rock. Try to distract somebody to go down a tunnel. If If it was him, he would have known it was us we're, we're, we're too fucking loud what if he's gagged wait a second 
I think I have an idea. So I'm gonna walk back to that tunnel, and I know I'm leaving Knox behind. Oh, you heard the sound? Yeah. You mm-hmm. said the tunnel curved, right? Yeah, just a little so kind of little elbow. When he says, "God," no, go ahead. I was say when he says that he's gagged. I try to cast message inside the cave to reach Vol from inside the uh, jail cell. It does not reach full. So, if I think this in my mind, I walk down the hallway, and then it curves a little bit. Yes. Right? The rock hit before or after the curve. It the mark hit, the wall. like, it hit, bounced, and went in the room. <laughs> you can, this is not mapped out specifically for a reason, so there's... It's however you want it to look. Okay. My my reasoning was maybe at the curve I could kind of touch the wall with my hammer. Mm-hmm. See if there's any magics. Well uh, illusion magic. He just popped detect magic and there is no magic. Oh right, right. Mm-hmm. You do know. know if the rock was thrown in the way you think it would have been, it would have been thrown from either this room or the north tunnel are the only places that it could have been thrown from. If the impact point was where you found it and it ended up in that other room, it could not have been thrown from anywhere but this room and you were standing in this room when that happened or the North Tunnel. No one checked the chest that I set on fire. Oh, it's burning. <laughs> you got smoke coming out of there now. I don't know oh, that yet. Yeah, you do. Right, so- you would see it first, since you're actually closer <laughs> to where the fire is. Okay, God, thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna walk back and say, "Here, I found this. Try it yourself," and then toss him the broken lockpick. I think it might uh, work for one more try. I look and I, uh, <laughs> I give it a shot. Yeah. Go ahead and roll uh, effectively a sleight of hand check, unless you know. I'm pretty sure I got two more. I'm not. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use my, I had like three of them, I believe. Uh, I used one already. I'm going to use my second. Well, uh, the worst one was a four, so I got an eight instead. Yeah. You feel like uh, this lock has been, for lack of a better term, loosened. Um, And so it wasn't super hard to unlock. But you did. All right. I open it. <laughs> I'm debating whether or not to close it again, just to say screw it. Let's. So I think this rock was thrown from the north tunnel. We're thinking really hard about a single rock, Magdor. It's a. It's the only thing we have. We have nothing else. Could there be a possibility that he's not even in here? Then who threw the rock? And as you're but, kind of like talking about this, who you, has phone? Uh, you feel corrosive. You feel corrosive come closer because you can kind of feel him once he's in that, you know, range. He flies into the tunnel and lands on your shoulder, uh, knocks and says, someone outside. In your head. I'll cast message to Magdor freezing up at this information saying, there's somebody outside. How do you know? Rosov said it. 
Tall man. Tall man. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Is it... Is it full? I'm gonna walk out and I am uh, gonna prepare a firebolt at uh, whoever I see out there. As I walk First out. First person. Doesn't matter who it is. Doesn't matter who it is. <laughs> It, it could it could so, be Razeth himself coming from a summer stroll. <laughs> I will cast Firebolt on this motherfucker. Adventurers, great, yeah. You kind of cautiously go, Magdor. Do you follow, or you want to stay there? I'm gonna take a look at the North Tunnel again, mm-hmm. and just kind of like mumble, like, still want to know who threw that rock, and then walk away. Okay, yeah. Uh, you kind of follow then probably say 10 feet behind us. He's got the firebolt or they've got the firebolt ready to go. And as you come out um, into the sun, um, the light of the morning is coming in um, and silhouetted against the now rising sun is the figure of a familiar face that you're about to firebolt and we'll pick it up there next time. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> So Nick's going to come back here and be like, Firebolt! <laughs> we'll say it's like happening as you're like, oh shit, that's Volt. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Two Times Tyler. You can find me Volt. Zagoon. Okay. Fuck Volt. Well, Glenn? You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Houston. Two ends looks like Huston. You can find Nick on Twitter at LRThe11th. We are a part of Casual Master Quest, a podcast network dedicated to giving you the video game news and tropes you deserve. You can find the show everywhere. You can Google and on Twitter at CMQPod or Network. CMQ Network. We will see you next week with another session of Casual Quest Masters. And don't forget to never stop the quest. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Casual Quest Masters. Thank you so much to you, our listeners, for being here and to Sirenscape for allowing us to utilize their amazing programs for sounds and music. Check them out at sirenscape.com. We hope to see you here next time for the next episode of Casual Quest Masters.